Yeah, so let's go ahead and begin. So we're session four of the damned. Nick is out. <clears throat> Everyone else is here. So we'll just, we're going to play regardless. So let's go ahead and get initiative up on the initiative ladder. So roll initiative. Oh, God. It just left me. It's a... Uh, uh, plus three, uh, It's a tensile die plus That's your right. initiative value on your character. Unless you have additional modifiers, which I have additional modifiers. 16. Right. Don't forget that number because I will. Yeah. <clears throat> I've noticed the is actually going back and looking at the monitor. There's a way to set up a dead spot on the 360 camera. It's in the, it's in the app to figure out how to do it yet. It's like it's looking at the monitor as if the yeah, monitor... Yeah, because there's us. motion in the monitor, so it'll uh, go to... Typically, it stays between all of us because we're all collectively talking, but when right. we, it, it's always when we have three players. Are kind of dead zones like that? Well, no, it, get, it always picks up the monitor. here? What's that? Would that make it better? You can move in the middle a little if you want. I don't know if that'll make it better. See, but here's my notes that I wasn't looking at. You could just put it on your character sheet, too. Right Which, yeah. Oh, I did! Yeah, this <laughs> is literally on your sheet. There we go. Mm -hmm. I'm slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we can we can erase fleeting shadows, obviously. So, Tim, you got a 21? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Two, one. So while um, Adam is getting our initiative ladder stuff, let's go ahead and roll 1d6 chaos die to see who ends up getting fortune points tonight. I rolled four. I rolled a one. Aw. I'm a rock. <laughs> I am a uh, rock. What'd you get per initiative? 16. 16, sorry. Oh, look at all those new ones. I know. New what? The new, the new border things I bought. I got some extra ones. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to color code them all um, to avoid red, green, brown for Tim. All right. Uh, nice. Do you want the players to be a specific color? I could just do it. No, that's fine. Right. Aren't no. they the same color now? Nope. <laughs> no, they're not. We're just talking about this. Red, green, brown. <laughs> <laughs> they are they all look the same to me. <laughs> so, um... I'll be sure to pull from the blue and the yellow for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would you do me a favor, really Adam? Roll one d six. Let's see if I get oh, a, yeah. another misfortune point for the start. Because the other ones are blue. Uh, you got and a one in six chance. Yellow and a four. Okay. So you all will begin with three fortune points tonight in the mouth of the doom box. In the mouth of the doom box. The mouth of the of the mimic. Mouth of the mimic. Yeah. That's right. And then I I don't. So um, let's. Let's go over what happened last game session. It's uh, been a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought you were meaning last week, but last game no. I know, now I'm having... Uh, oh, man. Last, yeah, session three. Was that when we fought the... Um... That's when we were fighting them. Uh -huh. So we, we... We stood guard for a while. Yeah. Uh, he came in and we... And you shot the first... Well, if I was Nick, was Right. And, and before that, though, we... Set a watch and dug some holes and um, dug some holes. Yeah. Uh, spread some salt. We did. Around. Yeah. That was really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Holes not so much. That was yeah. That was really. <laughs> the holes were perfect. <laughs> holes not so much, but. <laughs> um, 
a critical failure on the part. Yeah, did not help. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That didn't help anybody. Well. Yeah. Help the players. Uh, then the Barass uh, Paladin, Barass Primarch. Paladin. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, Could be the Brass Primarch if you want. I'll I'm dig it out of the back of the monster manual. No, because. <laughs> Brass Primarch is from something. Yeah, it's from uh, the Higher Demon. It's, it's Vyander. Yes, okay. <laughs> we'll make it the Brass Primarch if you want. Um, the Brass Paladin. Right. Uh, no, my brain's going, Adam, that's from something. <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, the Brass Paladin came through. We tried to talk. It was looking like he wouldn't listen, and, and before we truly got confirmation on that, someone took a shot. Hans takes the first shot, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard it, a it shot. Was, you know, twice. Probably <laughs> the right choice. I thought it. it was a great choice. It was an exciting <laughs> choice, for sure. Well, Nick had already looked at me. He's like, "Are you gonna do it?" I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Yes, so if I wasn't, Nick was going to do it. Tim, Tim said he wanted to try and be the tr- Nick of this table. I'm trying to be the Nick yeah. of this 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 uh, this production, this yeah. this game series. <laughs> um, so he could be a but, little more calm. But <laughs> Pip Estrella definitely had some personal um, ties to it, but they weren't clear to everyone, and no, aren't exactly clear to her either because of the whole amnesia thing. But she knows that something's going on. And uh, so the before that conversation could be finished, or before she realized that that conversation was finished, um, uh, the shot was fired. And uh, uh, probably because well, it was going to turn bad anyway. So then we had a very tough battle against him and if it weren't for the um, the lines of salt and perhaps the holes <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it would have been a very different battle but uh, um, get us getting the first shot uh, and being able to capitalize on some good fortune well, Nick, Nick also got a really big sneak in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that first hit did, like, 32 damage his, or something like that. This was crazy, yeah. And it knocked him down to moderately wounded. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, a... Yeah. Yeah. I, a surprise to all. Yeah, so then... Um, yeah, that's a lot. It was looking like he was going to get away. And somebody was just bound and determined to... to well, one could say that there was a fire lit inside... <laughs> to be clear, I don't do post. <laughs> I, 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 I have. Here's what I have. Sorry, what I Sorry, I didn't rub. But at the beginning, there's basically a template, and I throw the video in there, and I flip the equalizer on for the audio, and I output the video overnight. So beautiful. <laughs> so yeah. So there. So yeah. Sorry, at that Allie. point. So what about what happened? Um, what about Sybil and the Highwaymen? What happened with them? Because you'd stayed behind oh, yeah, the civil yeah, the highwaymen. Yeah, we did. And um, one or two highwaymen died. And, um, and civil. civil. Did yes. civil die? Yes, yeah. civil for sure. But I couldn't remember how many highwaymen did. I don't know. Uh, we kind of ended with them 
looking like they were very upset. And then... Upset? Or something else? Or... The spell was broken? I don't know. So we... We turned back. And I wasn't here. So. Yeah. Well, we didn't play... We didn't continue the session after that. We did something oh, okay. totally separate. Yeah, we did a little... Side. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Though. We don't know if he dis- We don't know if we killed him. Well, he you know this. Changed so, into a pillar of smoke. And- yeah, so he... As you continued your pursuit and, and brought the brass paladin to heal in the dead of night, in the midst of midden, um, he just... He and the storm horse could have evaporated to some degree just kind of disappeared and the only thing that was left behind was this long slender belay that looks like it was made from the stars of night that's right Widowmaker, Widowmaker. which and, I have yeah, which yeah, was it has picked up as you kind of move back toward where the battle had ensued kind of carefully walking among the deep ditches that um, <laughs> Tuma had dug with the gravedigger spade. Um, there are these tall, soaring, half-collapsed pillars. This was at, at some point, imagine like Roman ruins. They kind of are freestanding pillars. Something used to be here, where Bastion was, where Simon the Small and the caravan had, had stood in the in the shadow of the, of, uh, of the, the eastern country. But um, in the darkness, or at least in the torchlight that you have, leaning against one of the stone pillars is the the aging man civil uh, who draws no breath um, he is covered in blood his cross his heavy crossbow or his purplest is lying on the ground beside him um, and you can see uh, three of the surviving six highwaymen standing over him and they kind of turn toward you in the darkness and you can see this strange embers glowing in their eyes. You realize their faces are completely covered, save for where their eyes and face are like such. Their eyes seem to smolder with some otherworldly light. Should we book it? Uh, or should we go talk to him? We were... S- <clears throat> I was using my sword to blight all the dead guys on Yeah, fire, you, igni- so. you ignited the damned Right. The torch bearers and um, the husks so that had come upon you. They've been, they've been they have been quieted. I I hate to say this, but if they are in fact she whispers very quietly then I have a duty. They lean down and pick up Civil off the ground and begin to slowly amble with wounded and hurt as they're ambling back toward the last the last wagon. The wagon that was left behind when Simon the Small and Civil agreed to separate Bastion to create cover for Simon the Small's escape. Uh, above board... Do, do, do we burn our dead now? Yeah. Should we burn him? Oh. The the highwayman, the a woman you suspect turns toward you, and there's kind of this harsh kind of whisper from underneath the mask, but it doesn't register as words. It just sounds like somebody trying to breathe, but there are no words that seem to come from beneath the mask. They are clothed head to toe and. 
rough spun black wool and are dressed with, you know, they have heavy mantles over their over their heads, like hoods over their head, and they have face masks uh, to cover most everything save for just their this part. Have we, have we ever noticed that their eyes were that way before? Well, you never paid attention. And if it happened before now, you don't really seem to recall. Does it look like the same as the Widowmaker? The same kind of hue? What do you mean, hue? Because isn't the Widowmaker very starry? Yeah, if you were to hold Widowmaker, if in, on a clear night, if you held Widowmaker up like such against the the stars, it would you would you would lose sim you would lose semblance of the blade among the sky. I you would only you. appear as a hilt and a pommel. Okay, okay, okay. An unusual, a strange illusion that the sword seems to have. Should we go <clears throat> offer to help put him in the wagon? <clears throat> I can I can offer to perform services. But I'm not sure if that's if that would be wanted. I think we should offer it. I also think uh, I need some help. What do you need? How can I help? I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. Oh. Um, how how hard are you? Uh, I was serious, but I have that that trait. Remember. Uh, I have to remember the name of it. I have a bandage. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no pain, no game. <clears throat> so I get to move back up one, so. <clears throat> I can... I can assist with that. Please. Uh, are you in needing of... Are you in need of bandaging as well? I'm just a little wounded. Uh, I think I'll be good. Take care of him. Very well. Let's have a look. I have bandages if you want one. Yeah, yes, of course. Um, as she scratches her head, wimple, not just seeming, she's not used to it. It bothers her. She comes forward, uh, takes the bandage from you, and begins to tend to your wounds. Okay. Uh, what's your current damage condition track? Moderate. Moderate. Okay. Uh, for moderate, it's going to be. Good question. It's literally in the back of the player's guide from the start again. Um, so to bind wounds for moderate, it's going to be routine heal test. Routine. Okay, 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I saw two zeros and I was like, oh, good. And then I saw another zero. A critical failure? Yes, it's a critical failure. Oh no. Well, um, try as you might to bind up the wound and you spend the bandage. Um, not only are you not down. healed. I move down. You don't move down. You oh. actually are suffering from infection. Oh no. Yeah. Your wounds are are now just completely infected. All right. You see buzzing, gnats and buzzing kind of. Oh, did it bite you? But um, we'll have to clean it again tomorrow. What's up? If I'm lightly wounded, mm -hmm. or am I with my bandage able to help him? No, or you can only get healed once a day. Yeah, you only, you only be attempt. Somebody can only attempt to heal you once a day. Okay. 
So if I'm lightly wounded, would I accept Pipistrella's uh, help well, at this point, or would I just call it? So the, the I, I think if I remember right, you don't know that they're infected right away. That's correct. Yeah. Um, but Pipistrella does say, oh, oh, these are going to need to be cleaned daily, because um, she at least knows that. But I guess I, I just I really wonder. I like this new one, man. It doesn't have enough space for it. All right, I'm just going to put a little star over here so I know I'm infected. Yeah, and you can you can see that she's not that well put together. She doesn't look like she's able to focus her eyes in the same point um, very easily, and she's like having trouble thinking. Things are spaced out, as one could say. She's shell shocked. Um, <laughs> And hasn't been treated for it yet, so. Okay. Do you need anything? Uh. Is that a serious injury, right? Yeah, it is serious. What could I have? <laughs> Hearts. Ooh. Oh, she sneezes real much. Okay. And it's usually in a sequence of like six or seven. Six, six. Um. I, I do need help, but this is more serious than tending a bandages. So. Uh, we need to find someone else who is knowledgeable. Are you? Are, are you knowledgeable about treating injuries? I don't think so. Uh, she's essentially asking if you have a oh. rank in heal. Oh. Must have above board type conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm no. Okay. I have a bandage, and that's all I can do for you. Uh, well. As. I'm going to need more, but I, I, I can help you as she, like, suddenly seems to um, pull it together for a few moments. What, what do you want to do about this? They've wrapped Civil into a burial shroud at this point. Perhaps the blanket he was sleeping in, or had been sleeping in, in among the camp. He's just lying at the foot of the wagon. They haven't done anything else. The uh, three remaining highwaymen are just kind of standing there by the horses. One of them is already taken out, um, or sorry, the oxen, I apologize. One of them's already taken out like a brush. It's like brushing the oxen out in the middle of the night. Like they're tending to the horses in the wagon silently. I think I'll go talk to him. Oh, I'm sure that we should see to you first. Are you, are you okay too? Why wouldn't I be? Just checking in. Um, she takes a look, and um, when you're lightly wounded, it is automatic. So, That's right. Yeah. You will so, your bandage is gone, and now you're moved unharmed. My my bandage and my trappings mm-hmm. is gone? Yep. Okay. So, whenever you're healed, it requires a bandage, and the bandage is expended, even if it's a failed test. Mm-hmm. But because you're lightly wounded, and you don't need to know this, this is something an Adam will know. You're simply healed to unarmed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Above board, if you're only wounded, the heal test is automatically successful. There's no reason to roll. Thank yeah. you, Pipistrella. Oh, of course. Uh, if it's not your time, then the custodian has taught me how to extend it. Your stay. Uh, it is her will. You know that you're going to have to treat your own injury. None of these folk look yeah. like they be, can help you. Yeah. Not even Toma. Uh, I... Do you need me to hold the lantern while you heal yourself? 
eventually, but uh, we, Do we have a contract. I, I yes. think I need to uh, need to see over uh, Sybil first. Okay. Um, I'll go with you. So she walks over to where Sybil is, and are any of the highwaymen standing around? They're near the horses, and he's of course at the back of the the back of the coach, the back of the wagon, and wrapped, I walk, in, I, wrapped in the burial shroud. I walk with uh, the pistrilla. Widowmaker feels heavy in your hand. Is it getting heavier as I approach? No, it just feels heavy. It feels unusual. Um, this might sound strange, but this is really feeling cumbersome. The closer we get. Put in your backpack. This, uh, the, okay, I'll try. You have a skill rank in incantation, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it's very evident that this thing is, is, it is of some other world. It is clearly a sacred remnant. Yeah. Widowmaker has a long storied history, and there's no doubt in your mind as she's holding the sword kind of, um, clumsily. Mm-hmm. And trying to kind of strap it into her into a longer backpack. Do you have a backpack? I don't think you do. I don't have a backpack. No. <laughs> I was just putting it in my shirt. And if I seem to recall, somebody actually still has shards of Widowmaker in their body. Uh-oh. Two shards and one shard. Mm-hmm. And you were not you were not healed successfully to have those shards removed. Shards. Yeah, so, yeah um, so you have two shards and you have one shard, so yeah, it would lower your damage threshold by minus two. Yeah, yeah I still um, have it up here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> no, I had one shard. Was it one shard? Oh, yeah. That was, okay, maybe it was two. Yeah. I, had two I, think, I think all of us had one. We all got struck once. Yeah, I know. You didn't get struck once. So she she says, it's getting heavy because uh, it's no ordinary sword. But if you could have a little patience, we could talk about it at some point. Okay. Um, Is there anything I should do other than just hold it? Keep it safe. I can do that. Make sure you keep it secret, too. Oh, okay. Keep it safe. But she will uh, look over the body and... After a while of looking over it, she starts whispering prayers, and then she stops in the middle of her prayer and kind of looks up and looks at you and looks over and she picks up a stone off of the ground that would have been used in the ruins and she like barely peels some of the burial shroud back and places it within his mouth and puts the burial shroud back over it and says a prayer again and says I don't know why but that is the right thing to do in this case is there a reason what's the significance of that I'm being it's like I'm being pulled to do such a thing okay that's how she speaks she doesn't speak in words so, is it, do they guide your hands to do that, or did they just tell? Did she just tell you to do that? It's like an idea was plucked out of, out of the, from beyond the veil and placed into my head. Okay. It's uh, 
how I, how I knew to pour salt on the ground one day. And it's worked ever since. Except when I haven't been truly faithful. The gods are fickle, and she is a god. So, she is fickle. But, no one knows how, no one knows truly how they work. They are just. Even if we, even if we can't see it. Is there anything else we need to do for him? Uh, it is my teachings that I'm supposed to comfort uh, those who were close to him. Alright, do you want to go talk to the highwayman real quick? I'll go with you. Uh, she just kind of trails off for a while and she's like, um, I'm supposed I should. I don't feel good. <laughs> she, she starts breathing heavier and, uh, but you uh, treat yourself first. Yeah. Okay, and she immediately like sits down, cross-legged, right there, and uh, starts to yeah. So starts to treat herself. So he, she, so she pulls out a surgical tools, which is essentially imagine like a kitten, like a kitten caboodle, <laughs> with like like a, like a fishing tackle box that like, has like telescoping shelves that has all these different tinctures and oils and knives and things like that. And proceeds to spend a bandage and spend ten minutes to treat your own injury. You have just one injury. Uh, uh, that and shard. Shard. I have, shard and I have shard. an injury, but it is that one has been treated, and then I have one other on top of it. So I have one treated injury that hasn't fully recuperated, uh, and one untreated injury. Oh shit! So okay, so you have two injuries. Yeah. Okay, so your chances to treat your injury are would normally be standard, but anytime you attempt to heal yourself, mm-hmm. fishes and heal thyself, it's a penalty, so it's challenging instead. It's a challenging heal test. Take your time, brother. Double that time. Sister. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was actually just looking at him, but yeah. yeah, um, yeah. She <laughs> take will, your time. She will take her time. Okay, so it'll move it to standard. All right. And it'll take 30 minutes. Standard heal test. If you choose to take your time with something, it takes three times the amount of time. That's a 59%. 92 won't do it, and we're going to flip that. Uh, we're going to um, spend a fortune point. We'll take that. Misfortune for me. <laughs> so 59% chance. Uh, 43 succeeds that time. Nice. Okay, so you're going to begin recuperation, and this was a serious injury. Mm-hmm. It's going to take uh, 12 days to recover. Probably. You're never going to not be injured, are you? Uh, not not as long as Dan keeps spending them misfortune points. You're going to be one of those characters this time, right? Yep. Yeah. But, but uh... Minus one. I only had one. Because you were marking us. That's right. Mark it down, you Give you a little blue post, yeah. I think. All right. So that's 12 days. If you heal successfully, your shard is also removed. So whatever healing practice you use, if you are suffering, if you have a shard of Widowmaker in you, it is now removed. Shard, 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 shard. Can we keep the shard for any uh, future purposes? It's bloody and infected shard of metal that's like razor thin. Yeah. Uh, use it for a toothpick. It. You want this at all, or should I just? Oh, it? like, like, okay. Yeah, Widowmaker. When you look toward the blade, it it looks, it's 
it's a tensile metal, meaning like it, it kind of can bend pretty easily in your hand, but it doesn't look like it would break and snap. In fact, there's no there's no chip marks on it whatsoever. But sure enough, like that razor thin kind of sliver of metal about like the length of your finger, you pull it out of your body because wouldn't make your left shirt. Well, whatever brass paladin wielded the sword left shards of you if you suffer damage. Yeah, okay. so you see her, uh, um, yeah, just kind of sit there and treat her own head, um, and then, uh, like, barely, because shell-shocked would be your head, right? Yeah, you suffered a pretty yeah. serious kind of head injury. So, um, like, it's amazing she even survived, um, the head, maybe, maybe the, the, cross guard or the pommel hit her in the head and that's why she shell shocked and she pulled yeah let's say that as she pulls this like straight out of her shoulder and she looks at it and like just kind of puts it in the ground and covers it with some dirt packs it down well if you want Clovis and I could go talk to the highwaymen while you take a minute to center yourself no, I, I am I am feeling much more I'm not feeling quite so malignant um, do you think we should just run and go or should we go talk to him oh we should talk to him yes I mean, well what loss is normal that's all we do is lose well, where curiously we they did not wrap the fallen highwayman and burial shrouds. They just left them where they lay, among the damned that you'd set aflame. Was I, should I set them aflame? Well, if we if we leave, where are we going to go? What do you mean? We're going to go back to, to the... We're supposed to catch up. We're supposed to catch up. Just go to... I mean, I mean, we're supposed to go... We're supposed to follow. Right. We're supposed to give the, the rest of the the group time. And now they have all the time. It's, it seems he's been defeated. Seems. I wish seems. I could have I wish I could have spoken a bit more. I I don't do well with speaking. Should we should we load up the parished highwaymen and just bring everyone back? Let's talk to them first. If you have need of the spells that you don't have on cards yet, they're in the back of that, Adam. Oh, okay. The perforated cards. Um. So at this point, Pipistrella and um, Clovis begin to approach the three highwaymen. In the dead of night, you still have your lantern held in hand, probably about half full of oil. Well, your sword extinguishes after an hour. I know what it says. What's it say? <clears throat> Combat. Count crackle once a day, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, for one combat encounter. Yeah, so the combat encounter is over, so it's no longer burning. Well, I don't know if these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or was that foreshadowing uh, that you just told us? No, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a patch for your weapon, <laughs> but uh, to address that very, that very, that very situation. But go on. Okay. Uh, what should we do with your compatriots? 
Any of you speak? The, uh, they turn toward you, and maybe it's just a trick of the light. Light of the lantern, kind of. You imagine when you look at a dog like at night and their eyes kind of flash a little bit. Maybe it's something like that. Their eyes aren't burning with light or ember or anything like that. It just seemed to be a trick. They smell a bit, but not uncommon for those among Bastion. I mean, the, the river is poisoned here, so none dare draw from it. Uh, they can, the, the woman, she looks toward you, and you can see, you can tell she has, like, old eyeliner on, like, uh, what was used from, like, uh, maybe made from, like, mud and, and herbs, crushed herbs. It's what they're wiped across her face. She's covered in blood. Um, you don't know if it's her own or somebody else's. Um, but you see her lips kind of move beneath the, the mask. All you hear is this kind of low, harsh whisper. No words come from it. And she kind of motions toward the horses. And she kind of takes both her hands. She points down toward Clovis. Toward, Clo- toward um, I mean, Sybil. Sybil. And she raises her hands like such, lowering her head in supplication to the custodian. It's the same thing that you've seen Pipistrella do. You don't pray to the gods like this. You pray to the gods by Pipis- pray for to receive their divine guidance. Does Pipistrella see this happening? No. She's busy. Hey, do you want to go... But he's, she's, she's busy. She's oh. preparing herself. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, sorry. Her. It takes time for her to do her things. It takes gotcha. 10 minutes. These are, these are no, not happening 30. in... Con- it's been 30 for me. Yeah. 30. These are not gotcha. happening in, con- in concert. These are happening in parallel. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it, got it. Okay. Uh, fire. Good. Bad. She, her eyes kind of narrow for a moment, and she kind of... She, what's the symbol? For, what do you, how do you, how do you say burn something? Yeah, so she kind of moves her hands like this and then like it gestures like something that would indicate finality, like the end. What would be the end? So she moves her hands like this and, and her fingers are all bandaged, by the way. Her hands are completely bandaged up, by the way. Much like Simon the Small, who wears the mask of a, a brass mask of a child over his face. You, you you speak still sign. What did they say? Fire, good or bad? Fire. Do it. She 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 stops and she places her hand on your shoulder and she goes, indicating that fire will bring finality to these people to quiet them. Okay, so I'll, I'm I'll, that's what that's all I needed to hear. I'll go burn the other three, and then, then okay. Well, should I pull Clovis? It smells like barbecue. It smells pretty rancid as hair and clothing is burning at this point. Um, figure out if we can burn. Uh, Civil. Civil. Okay. Uh, we should. I suppose it points to Civil. Uh, the the woman looks toward you and she begins to sign Simon the Small. Simon the Small. Okay. Okay. So burn Simon the Small. No, bring. That's who. That's our leader. Oh, yeah, bring. Says, oh, so bring is him. Bring, to, okay. Is bring this? That's want. Want. Yeah, actually, okay. that is a sign. Yeah. Bring. So she she um she motions like so this. Bring. Him, bring. And this is bring, and then she spells out Simon, Simon the Small. Okay. So we're supposed to deliver civil to Simon the Small. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, well, I'll burn the other three bodies as they instructed. Mm-hmm. And then once Pip, uh, Pip is ready, we'll go. You come back and Pip is drawing that um, sliver from her her shoulder, and like she sees you approach, and like her shoulder is exposed completely, and like she doesn't even seem like shy about it at all, which is different than what you would normally hear about priests and priestesses from the east. Um, she doesn't even bother to cover up, and until she's done. The bonfire is still burning, the one that Civil had lit um, to attract the brass paladin right. as he and the Hyaman hid among the trees on a low hill nearby. Um, his arbalist is still lying on the ground, as are his six bolts that remain, and a few other sundry goods. Uh, I'll pick the bolts up because I need them. There's six bolts. Okay. You want to take the arbalist? I will. It's a giant crossbow. Do you have an arbalist, right? I do. Yeah. What's its encumbrance? <clears throat> its encumbrance it's three. Is... Hold on. It's right there. It is two. Two. So if you're going to carry it on yourself, uh, Espillison, you need to add that to your encounter your your total weight. I'm trying to see the widowmaker is two. Is it two? It, does that go under load? Nope. No. Nope. Um, it's no. We don't. They don't have. Oh. It's, there's no. It's not on here. It's no field. So board. should I just write it on next to it? So yeah, I just have it. I just put it. I'm How put much it was the end. staff? That'd be two, two as well, right? Two. Two. And what's so if I added that two, two I have four at this point. What's your encumbrance limit at the bottom of your sheet? Oh, I don't have that word. So that should be three plus round bonus. So what's your oh, I see. bonus I see. here? Okay, so four. And then that would be seven. So seven. So four. And then do you have Probably armor on? Probably be pushing it. No, she doesn't have it. Do you have, you have no armor on? Yeah. No armor. How much gear do you have? Do you have I have a each tabard and six cal- ten, calcified ten, soma. Basically, Nine. every ten... Things you have is every like nine, nine sorry. small objects you have is okay, one encumbrance. Sorry, I have seven. Yeah, you're fine then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can at least carry it back to where we're going. Right. Yeah. If it's too heavy for you, I can. Carry if it's too heavy, throw it on the, the wagon. Oh, yeah. Let's just put it in the wagon. Right. Yeah, we'll put it in the wagon. It's a. The, the last coach is a. It's a large wagon. I mean, it would comfortably fit all of you inside. Um, as you look toward it, it looks like it used to be once a big, heavy, black lacquered wagon, but it's been patched up with boards and nails here and there where it suffered damage over time, where it's been crashed or whatever else it is. The wheels on it are mismatched. Uh, the frontmost wheels are missing their skids, the metal plates tacked into it that would keep it from uh, getting stuck in muck. One of the axles has been replaced. The sideboards are still intact. The top rails are gone completely, but the back trunk is where you would keep your things, and most everything you have is probably packed under there anyway. Um, it's an old wagon, but it's serviceable, but has, it has seen better days, but it is sturdy. Um, Sybil had come to call it the last wagon. It's drawn by uh, two heavy oxen. So 
so large as a wagon it would require these oxen. It looks like an old war wagon. So we should walk. We should get in the wagon. I feel tired. Okay. Do you want to leave this place? I want, I'm ready to go. Let's load it There's up. There's nothing else here for us. Despite your tiredness, you'll leave tonight? Can we, can we sleep in the wagon and let the ox do the job? Can you have me Flint's of Freedom, please? Thank you. Yeah. Can we get the highwaymen to just take us back and we can... Uh, you don't suspect the highwaymen really play any part in taking you where you need to go. Okay. You suspect you'll need to take matters into your own hands. Okay. Well, do you want to go or do you want to rest? I'm, I'm all for resting, but. Let's uh... rest then. Things have a watch. You two first. Good bud. Okay. So you'll wait the evening yeah. here by the fire? Yep. Yep. In the. Among the smell of burning clothes and flesh as it kind of lingers about the encampment time will pass yeah, take it away from me I'm saying hello you can't have these puppy I was like I'll help this one okay she can have one oh, the uh the, the day comes and daylight breaks over the east around 10 a.m. in the morning as you are still in the shadow of the teeth, that great massive cliff that runs alongside the river and at its very top, hundreds of feet above, are this thicket of palisades pointing downward as if to hedge you out from the eastern kingdom of Aglador. Uh-huh. Alright guys, you ready? Uh, when you sleep, you all recover to unhindered on your parallel oh, nice. track. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, it has been two days since my first injury. Mm-hmm. And that one was marked at two days, so nice. at least I'm, uh, um, my bruised eye socket looks to be on the mend. <laughs> you are oh, now right. fully recuperated from it. Yes. And I do like having this injury on a sticky note, because then I can just put tally marks next to 12. Yep, that's what they're there for, to make everything a little easier. Oh, I am I'm certainly glad that we rested for the night I'm feeling much better I'm not oh you're not that's oh yes of course uh, we need to clean your wounds 24 hours have not quite yet passed but you can attempt to treat the infection oh uh, so you're saying I, sh- I can you can absolutely, you can treat an infection anytime. Okay. All right. Um, do you have a bottle of leeches? 
us perform bloodletting. No, all right. We need to. We need to go to a river. Fortunate, the river runs right alongside where you're at. Oh, I'll go find some leeches. Yes, um, we're ones that are. If they're if they're extremely fast, they they won't do it as well. So the little ones, the skinny ones, thin ones, thin yes. ones. Okay. Uh, I go down the river and I start okay. hunting leeches. The water is. I'll go with it. Supposed to be in the water. Well, that's what what better bait than yourself. You start yeah. digging in the muck <laughs> among the reeds, among the grass. Uh, make a an easy survival test. Both of us are district. Eighty to succeed, and I got fifty-four. Nice. You find just enough leeches for um, Pipistrella to perform bloodletting. Bloodletting is going to take an hour. Okay. We won't be able to leave for a while. But That's all right. Let's get. I focused. recommend it for your health. Yeah. What's your current damage condition at? Love us. Moderate. Moderate. Okay. It's going to be a routine heal test. Okay. Routine. I could always take three hours. A long bloodletting? No. Uh, three hours. What is it, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock? Okay. One hour About it is. 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, routine will be 69. <laughs> nice. Well, you're in luck. I, I saw that 50 first, so no matter what, it would have been good, so 50. Well, the good thing is you are no longer suffering from infection, and in fact, the shard has also been removed, too. Oh, nice. Okay. You hear the rumble of thunder overhead. The sky is a little cloudy. The ground is still covered in ash. Midden is definitely here. Before you lay down for the night, let's take a, a let's replace those bandages. Is it night? night no, it's morning. It's morning, and she's saying before you lay down. Oh, oh. instructions for yeah. aftercare. Mm -hmm. I smell what you're cooking. Yeah, you can you can only have your your wounds bound once every twenty four hours. Twenty four hours must pass. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's start. Fucking let's, load. Let's go. One thing to note about infection and bloodletting: if you don't undergo successful bloodletting within twenty four hours of suffering infection, you permanently lose three percent brawn every day until healed. You can die from infection. Oh, good. Noted. It's bad experience. Uno mas. Uno mas, that's it. Anything else you wish to do? The bind um, fire still burns. Is there... I'm still by the river. Is there anything I see that I can gather up for food or... You seem to have been well provisioned because it's clear that Bastion, the wagon train, had been here for some time, you think? You don't really know how long you were here for because everything seems to almost like, it's almost like you were asleep and then you were awake in the basement of the Brass Paladin's temple. But, the, but you seem to be well provisioned because the, the wagon is laden with 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 foodstuffs. With alcohol, with water, with milk, with okay. fish, with meat. Okay. No, I think I'm I'm good. I'm ready to go. 
Good. We could talk more of that sword on the way. Okay. We're... Clovis, are you ready? Alright, so your intended destination is to catch up with Simon and the Simon the Small and the rest of Bastion. You know relatively the direction to go, and fortunately, because Simon the Small and the wagon train struck out, you know, seven wagons strong to the to northeast, they kind of left a trail among the fields of ash that surround this place in Galleon. Um, we are going to use Overland Travel. Alright. So, this is new for you, which is great, but basically, if you can imagine like the long travel sequences that happen in Lord of the Rings, there is a system for travel in Zweihander that does just that, a narrative approach that allows us to kind of cover what it means to go from one place to another over a series of days. And um, that is what we are going to do now. Um, so, the first thing that you all should know um, is that this terrain, this land, uh, rugged as it is, um, is going to be easy, it's easy terrain. So, it's going to be really easy to navigate. Um, so, we need to determine who is going to lead the way. And everybody in Overland Travel has a role to play. There are three roles, in fact. There is the trailblazer, who who basically is the leader of the journey. There's the quartermaster, who sets the watch and manages the foodstuffs, builds the fire, and attends to other duties. And then there's the scout, the person who sometimes treks ahead to look for danger, to watch for fallen branches, to look for fords in the river, things like that. So starting with the first, Whoever our trailblazer is needs to have either folklore or navigation. A skill rank in it would be the ideal person for it, at least. So does anybody have a skill rank in folklore or navigation? Me. I have, I one, in, I have one in folklore. I have both. So who will, who will be the trailblazer? I think you. Guess it'll be me. Okay, so a spill will be our trailblazer. Okay, and then we need to move next to our quartermaster. So remember, these are the people who are vigilant and watchful. They'll manage camp, they'll manage foodstuffs, watch for wildlife. Um, they need to have either a skill rank in heal or survival. Who wants to be our quartermaster? I can do it. Okay. That's gonna be. I'm doing the other. I'm doing the other one then. The Sur scout. Uh, awareness or survival or stealth. Uh, yeah, I have both of those. Okay. For the quartermaster, it was survival and what? Heal or survival. And you don't need a skill rank in this. Sometimes people just get stuck in that role because mm -hmm. they don't, there's nobody who can do it. Yeah. I'm just writing stuff down so I can help remember. Navigation is one of those ones that is. And fortunately, Spillison has it as a pioneer. Yeah. It's a, one of those skills that's really amazing right. and really hard to get. Because it's a. Yeah. It'll save you. So many times. It's a specialized skill. Yeah. All right. The like hill is. Okay. You cool. you know that the trek there is begins here at the field of pillars, and the midway point is at the hanging tree. From the hanging tree, 
you will arrive in Poyle, some settlement you don't know about, nor do you know much about the Hanging Tree, but judging by the name, you have a pretty good idea. In fact, it's clear that Simon the Small left behind a map for Civil and you all to follow. Okay. So, to set the pace of the travel, I need our trailblazer to make an easy navigation test. Alright, you got this. I got this. Uh, You're basically the drummer. You set the beat, you set the tone of the of the of the overland travel at first. 59 to succeed and I got a 64. <laughs> you want to keep that? Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do one. Okay. Ooh, misfortune for me. Look at that. You're down to one fortune point. I hope I dropped it, but 49. Succeed. Okay. Well, the good thing is that Pipistrella will be able to find the right path and avoid the kind of rocky ground. Sorry, not Pipistrella, my apologies. Just Spillison will find the right path to follow. The good thing is because you succeeded as a trailblazer actually makes the route even easier than easier. It's now trivial. Ooh. So all skill tests now move to trivial instead. Well, okay, wait. What? What is it? You, you need to worry about that? that right now. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I will narrate deal. what happens. I'm just simply telling you, your success, because you're finding the right path, you're blazing the trail, you're choosing the right roads to follow, the right hills to go down, you're making it easier to get where you need to get to, to the hanging tree. Because okay. right, right now, your fir the first leg of your trip is from the field of pillars to the hanging tree. Right. And that's what we're doing. We're making some dice rolls. This is mostly narrative. Okay. So, simply put, your success is passed on. Yes. Oh, okay. It's passed on to everybody. However, ah. th it's going to take days, perhaps, to get to the hanging tree. And you all must endure this leg, this stretch of travel. So everyone needs to make a trivial survival or a trivial toughness test. It's up to you. Toughness. 82. 80 to succeed. I'm rolling. 81. So two failures. Alright, well... Um, you keep your legs moving, you keep your eyes open, and you push, 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 but during this period of time, over a stretch of days between the Field of Pillars and the Hanging Tree, it's actually, it's hard, it's hard on the two of you, the hard on Clovis and the hard on the spell set, as um, you both suffer um, six physical peril. Yay. Still unhindered. Unhindered. Perfect. Coincidentally, if you really critically succeeded that test, you could share your cover with another character to make them succeed instead, as well. So, um, now obviously you are on the trail to the hanging tree, and you must keep the foodstuffs set. You must make sure that everybody's well rested. You're gonna make camp. You're gonna set that. You're gonna set the tempo for the watches, and that's our quartermaster's responsibility, which is Pipistrella. So Pipistrella, make either a, an e, a trivial heal or survival test. Entirely up to you. Okay, that will definitely be heal. Um, so trivial heal will be 89. Okay. 86 will succeed. Nice! So the good thing is with um, 
the quartermaster succeeding their test, you're not going to burn more provisions than you normally would. You're basically burning a day of provisions for each of you. If if he would have if she would have failed, you'd have burned two provisions, which means you could end up where you need to get to out unprovisioned, without enough food, starving. Um, unfortunately, you still need to keep pushing. It must not be far now from the hanging tree. We need to make a trivial survival or toughness test to withstand to withstand the rigors of the road. Good that time. Zero four. That's good. Or forty. Sorry, forty. Forty. Succeed. Anybody fail? Nope. Perfect. Okay. Well, that's that's good news all around uh, because we need our final test from our scout. You're going to be trekking along the roads ahead. You're going to be help also set the watch. You're going to make sure nobody tarries too much. You get a lot of ground to cover before dusk comes, and you know the damned are somewhere out there. Uh, you need to roll either a trivial awareness or stealth test, Clovis. Okay, so I'm moderate, so I'm down, so that's an 81. Uh, 40 will do it. Okay, that's really good news. Whenever a scout succeeds uh, at their test, you're actually going to be able to avoid some of the road threats along here. It doesn't really matter in front of the screen, but for, for, for my purposes, I'm not going to roll any dice on my side to see if there's any random encounter. Um, so the good thing is that uh, you are in fact going to make it to the hanging tree several days later how many days it doesn't matter right now because you're traveling and when you are traveling you do not recuperate from your injuries because the road you are you are focusing on the road so if you imagine don't heal in the middle of combat because you have things to do. It's the same thing when traveling, unless you choose to make camp. If you choose to stop and make camp for 24 hours, you can move up one day on your injuries, right? You can recuperate by a day. But because the road is hard and you're and it's a, it's a, it's a long journey, you don't, stop. You, you don't get the opportunity to recover from your injuries. So you in fact do make it to uh, you make it along the first stretch of the road you make it to the hanging tree here in this forest far beyond the river beyond the shadow of the teeth you are surrounded by these tall, soaring pine trees. They must be 30 to 50 feet in height. There is virtually no undergrowth in here, save for thick blankets of pine needles and fallen pine cones. The entirety of the forest is bathed in blue-white light, uh, as it is after dusk, and it is sometime toward night. And although you don't quite know what this place is, you have managed to follow the path that Bastion had left in their wake. Wagon wheels, hoof prints from the oxen, no horses. Scat. Uh, scat, yes. Uh, remnants of encampments. They made it clear to leave a trail behind them, which if you would not have defeated the Brass Paladin, he and his dad would have followed them all the way here 
and led them to slaughter. Civil's uh, sacrifice should not go unnoted, nor yours. You've suffered many great injuries because of it. But the good thing is, is that Bastion keeps care of its own. You find a small encampment that clearly was set up by Simon the Small and the others, the other people you had met in Bastion. You take care to build a tall bonfire that night to keep yourselves warm. It is midnight after all. It's getting cold out. You know the hanging tree is maybe an hour away from here. The fire burns bright. Toma looks sullenly into the fire. The highwaymen, the three that remain, um, are tending to the oxen. Sybil has already begun to smell. You, you disembarked okay, from the last wagon. Uh, no, but I will be okay. Although you have made encampment along the way, along this trail for many days, and you have a woman without sleep, this is the first one where you've been able to like, actually stop and take a breath. Right. And talk. Well, let's eat some food and have a discussion. Hey, Pip, can you see to me before all that? Oh, oh yes, of course. That's right. What's your current damage condition track? We've Moderate. Been, okay. We've been cleaning and tending as best we could, so uh, surely by now something will happen. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a routine heal test. Okay, did you have any bandages left? I, or do I, I still have okay. bandages. I bought extras. Team will be 69%. You want me to re-roll it? Please. Alright. You have but one... Oh, no fortune left. It's all misfortune now. Four yep. misfortune in my pool. Alright, 69% chance. I got a 78 nice. last time. And a 53 will succeed. Nice! Yay! Well, what's your intelligence bonus? Not enough, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, so you'll you'll move one step up the damage condition track, which is good. I'm not fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead and mark a day. You can mark a day off your recuperation, by the way. Scared uh, of my skills. Oh, yeah. because you'll be camping here for the night, regardless. You can see the shadow of the hanging tree not far from here. I'll wait until the morning, because otherwise I'll. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's fine. So, I suppose I should see to this as she looks at her shoulder, which still has a pretty bad cut in it. Um, and she begins to tend it right there. Um, again, no shame in front of either of you two. It's disrobing and tending to your shoulder. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to cover you with anything, or are you alright? Do you want me to hold up a... I appreciate that, but I am not a, I'm not a follower of the martyr, the steward, or, or the learner. Oh, okay. Uh, it matters not to us. So can you tell me about the... Uh... body is merely a vessel for the soul. <laughs> the words are like wind. A seed planted in your head. Yeah. Can you tell me about the Widowmaker while you're, we're hanging out? Yes. Um, well, much like... I forget the name of it, but you were a mechanical bird. My, my wren? Your wren. Uh, and much like this wimple... Much like your Flaberge egg. egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clever one on my part. <laughs> uh, that's why I didn't forget it. Um, it, it is another, what could say, otherworldly. Um, 
relic that uh, if we went through the proper rote and prayers and sacraments, then we would uh, be able to bind it to you. And uh, then what it could truly do would be um, made manifest after the ensconcement. Um, what was the difficulty rating on treating myself seriously wounded? Seriously. Um, challenging. Seriously. Take your time. Just 30 minutes. Challenging to treat myself at serious? Uh, and we're not in any we rush, have, so. We have all the time in the yeah, world. Yeah, okay, so. Do you? Well. Uh, well, well I'm not asking you for not in any rush. I'm saying we think we're not, yeah. Yeah. We're not yeah. in any yeah. rush. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just hanging out at camp. Yeah, we're just. Go ahead and yeah, take your time. Um, so. Uh, standard. standard would be uh, 59. And 68 won't do it, so no, yeah. not today. Not today, Pickestrella. <clears throat> be sure to spend your bandage regardless. Oh, yes. Yeah, even if you fail, your bandage is spent. No, I, I, I don't know why. It's all I, good. I'm I just reiterating rule. rules yeah. just so that Paige can get accustomed yeah, to it. Yeah. So, so what were you trying to do? I don't understand. I'm Who? trying to treat my wounds. Oh, you still have, you still are on the damage track yes. too. I didn't know that. Yes, uh, I I was able to treat my head. But not your wounds. It was my Got shoulder it. that was that was struck uh, by the blade itself. Um, and so, it has not begun to heal yet. Which, while odd, is not of concern yet. The only remedy you know of is laudanum. A harsh drug. Yeah. But it can help. Uh, if I had, uh, if I had laudanum, and if it was someone else, then I would normally say that it's time to take laudanum, but uh, the temperament I was born with is melancholic, and so I would need to. I wonder if the, uh, any of the highwaymen have some laudanum? Oh, um... I have one if you need it, then. Uh, again, I would need to, um... Uh, one could say, in, in former years, I was not a cheap date. But, uh... Um... No, uh, bandages will do the trick, just not today. Is that, okay. some, is that some Eastern thing that we don't understand? I have a high tolerance. Oh. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the whole notion of this, like, priestess, like, doesn't care about, like, you know, an exposed shoulder or, or you know, showing above the calf leg or, um, you know, like, so openly brazen about alcohol and drugs and all this stuff. Yeah, that's it's kind of something you wouldn't have expected from out east uh, if you know much about Aglador. Yeah. Just know they're the enemy. <laughs> okay. I just don't want you there. <laughs> yeah, that's, maybe that's Get it. Get go home. <laughs> <laughs> built the teeth for a reason, and that was to hedge out the disease, the red death, from the west, and to 
hatch out you in turn. Yep. Yeah. Kept the country safe as far as you know. Alright, as far as this Widowmaker, and would you suggest I bind to it? Well, ensconcement, not, not only are the gods giving you something of themselves, you are giving something of yourself to it. So, I would recommend that if you were to do such a thing, you would need to believe in those gods. Or in whatever um, greater power was behind it. Uh, I myself, while I am a servant of the custodian, I do believe in the martyr. That is why I wear this hat. begging from you. It's fine. <laughs> so, well, what I know of Widowmaker... Just cleaning up after me. <laughs> I don't know hardly anything. I would have to uh, take a closer look at it myself and see if there's anything I could discern from it. Would you like to look at it now? If you don't mind uh, handing it over for a while. You retrieve the sword from the trunks of the last wagon. It is a heavy blade. <laughs> slender, tensile, strong. You don't understand exactly how it would leave shards of itself behind. It seems to be made of a of a of a some sort of iron or steel. And once again, if you hold it against the stars, it seems to blend in with the with the vault of night. Yeah, but my character See, would not know what it's made out of then. I'm simply telling you, okay. what, yeah. you the, what you yeah. understand okay. about it. It is not. It twinkles with the firelight that catches along its edge. It is of a weird. It is of a strange black black iron. Most swords I've seen, actually, I can't think of any sword I've seen that that's metal. It's like this. Um, this is odd. Um. I really don't know how that it could leave a shard inside you. The, the, I, I am no smith, but looking at the edge, I mean, when, when wood splinters, there's a portion of it missing. I there's, don't see anything missing either. Yes, there's, there's a crack, there's, there's something, but this is beyond me. I would say to know more would be to seek out a smith, but we could do, we could perform a ritual. Um, there's a great risk, and at that, you would need to be in the next tier in order to get a second one. Isn't that right? How, how, that way, I, I think it's under ritual effects. Is there a card for Widowmaker? You don't get it until it's installed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, got it. So I don't know how to put. I don't know how to put this while role playing. Well, uh, we should, we're just going to remove that limitation. Oh. Yeah. So we could do that now. Yeah. Okay. So the limitation is normally that you would need to be at tier two to have two of them, but he's saying we can remove that. So I'll just leave it at, uh, there is a bit of risk to it because 
um, you know, you do give a part of yourself to whatever otherworldly uh, force had placed itself into it. So it gives them this egg every time I use it? What is this egg doing to me? <laughs> well, um, and would I be able to n- tell what god it's associated with, if at all? Because I, I somehow know that this the only the, god the wimple that I'm wearing is, is from the martyr. You, you know of other gods, but the, you have heard of other gods, but the only god you know is that of the custodian. You feel no draw or intent to any other god save for her. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a bit of an exception. Because, because a god has reached out to me directly. I am, I am her vessel. Therefore, I've given myself completely to her. Um, but so, so what? I mean, you're saying you gotta give something here. What's this egg taken from me? Perhaps a year of your life. Perhaps ten. Perhaps a portion of your morals. It's. it's well, I'd give those away. So <laughs> we're okay with that. You're good. You're good. Yeah. It's. What I'm saying is, I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take that risk. What kind of... But I can't give... I'm looking at the sword. What kind of sword is it? Is it a... It, it's like no other <laughs> blade you've seen so before. So it's not like a mortuary or... No, it is a... It, it's a blade that even even your... If you, someone of your background can understand. You've never seen anything like it before in your entire... And well, from what you can remember... I don't even know what kind of sword that is. Neither do I. You're not alone. But remember what Tomas said. I don't remember what Tomas said. He said it was cursed. Well, one aspect of giving of yourself is immediate. And in order to ensconce the blade to you, we would need to use your blood. I'm okay with that. Blade you prefer I use? I wouldn't recommend the sword itself. <laughs> oh. I could take a splinter off my staff. No, I'll just hand you my misery board. Okay. Just a the misery cord is a long, slender dagger that does not yeah. cut. Yeah. Instead, it's a triangular-shaped blade that punctures. Oh, so this is going to. Oh, hurt. can you just poke him? Uh, so, for your edification, uh, Paige completely above board, something like this is used to puncture a lung. What's it to, called? It's called a misery cord. A misery cord? Yeah, yeah. it's a French word. That she means used the, blade, the, blade of, the blade of mercy. Ooh. It's used okay. to puncture the throat or the lung underneath the armor to, to, be, to kill somebody who's lying on the ground hurting. Gotcha. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weapon that's associated with, with literally yeah. murder. You can get across. Yeah, you can just poke me. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a fingerprint. It would just hurt. (laughs) I mean, any cut's going to hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. It hurt more than usual, though, I would say. Yes. That's all right. I'm tough. Um, Misery cord. Yeah, no, you're going to have to give that back to me. That's my weapon. No, I'm writing it. Okay. (laughs) I was like... uh, I I have a hard time with memory, so I'm writing everything for Paige. Is that in... 
It's in the original book, right? It is, yeah. yeah. Pokey Triangle. Yeah. Pokey Triangle. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> um, the Blade like, of Mercy! It's like the Golden Child Blade. <laughs> yes. So. You know, I know the novellas often describe people performing rituals like this, but I don't find that very practical. Perhaps if we use the back of your arm? I We, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that so would she, make more sense. <laughs> she does more so. so I turn around. Like, give a wound that make yeah. it impossible to manipulate anything. <laughs> as as, as Pipistrelle is jovially sharing this before you know it, stab! You feel a pinch of your arm. There is no warning, nothing. And you begin to bleed profusely as you move one step down the damage condition track. <laughs> yep. Okay. What'd you move to? I'm lightly wounded. Okay, it's a good thing you weren't yep. moved to moderately wounded or seriously wounded. You could, in fact, suffer an injury due to this ritual. I'm sorry. I'm willing to take the risk. Well, you have a bonfire. You have the blood and the knife. What will you, what, what do we see, uh, Pipistrella? Uh, as uh, the blood starts to come out of her arm, she gathers it with her bare hands and holds, holds the blood within her arm, and she starts chanting... Um, in a language that neither of you recognize. And um, she, uh, after it pools up enough in her hands, she draws it forward, whispers into the blood, and barely makes a small hole in the, in the bottom of her hands as, as she starts to let it drip across the blade as it starts to sizzle on the blade. So... Go ahead and read what the ritual of ensconcement does. Uh, let's see here. Um, the effect. As the ritual is concluded, a sacred remnant's powers are revealed to the... Caster and person. Caster and person. <clears throat> it is ensconced to two. However, a sacred remnant can only be ensconced but to one person at a time. And... Curse. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So now... You can have the Widowmaker card, and you have to read this. I just put two Tootsie Rolls in my mouth. Can I have a Tootsie Roll? I haven't had any. Oh my gosh, where's my Haichu for the night? We're going to get sponsored by Haichu. By the way, Haichu, we love you. We'd love to be sponsored by you. Haichus, we love you. That's right. We love you, Can we take a break and I'll use the restroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... You started that right. No, I started right as you burped. I did not. So now we actually get to reveal the Widowmaker. And I was just saying, they've been holding on to this for three weeks, so you get to read it out loud to everybody. It's a big one. Widowmaker from southernmost Gothmoran mm-hmm. to the Emerald Kingdoms of Dunbrood. This blade has been held by kings, knights, and even peasants. But every person who has swung the Widowmaker ends up perishing in some gruesome manner. Said to have been forged from a fallen star, Widowmaker is black as pitch and night, uh, nigh indestructible. With every blow, it leaves painful splinters of starborn metal in its victims. While the sword has ended many bloodlines, the Widowmaker ultimately betrays its wielder. That makes sense. 
gonna fall on it, I swear. I'm gonna be clumsy one day and go, Look. Effect. Every time you deal damage to a foe, they temporarily reduce their damage threshold by minus one until the foe successfully binds wounds. Crit success. After a foe suffers damage with this weapon at your option, they are slain, but you gain one permanent chaos rank as a result. Crit failure. Roll damage and multiply it by three as you suffer it instead. What? Oh. Yeah, that's just too evil. Curse. Other limits. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're getting there. Widowmaker functions as a one-handed simple or martial melee weapon with a distance of engaged, does 1d6 plus CB damage, is a bladed type and has a two encumbrance. You cannot take advantage of its effects, crit success or crit failure, until it has been ensconced. I am officially cursed. So, capital C, cursed. When you are cursed, you cannot discard or give away the weapon. It is forever bound to you until death. I'm all right with that. I'm... I'm oddly all right with that. Tomas tried, you know. All right. I'm I'm terrified and excited all at the same time for this. That's check, why. Check it out, Pip. This, <laughs> anytime Dan lets you break rules, it's not usually for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still okay with it. So its history is instantly revealed to uh, both Espilicent and Pipistrella. Its effects are for you, the player. Right. Its history is for you, the character, the two of you. What's the critical failure again? Three times the damage? Uh... Roll damage and multiply it by three, and I suffer that. Damn. Hopefully, there's no sixes. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the ritual is complete. Ritual is complete. Oh. Now, are you forced to use that as your primary weapon? That, I didn't say that. That blade has ended many, many lines. Can't be given away. Including the users? Including yes. the users. Yes. That's what Thomas had said. It is. It has sent many people to the custodian. Yeah, but every person who has swung the Widowmaker ends up perishing in some gruesome manner. That's why he said throw it in the river. Well, it is what it is. It's too late. It's too Sorry. late now. I'm. Ah. Well. Hopefully it works in our favor. I'll make sure that it does. <laughs> I don't know what that Roll is. really well. That's I the, love you. That's the motioning to the dice gods. Please, no critical failures, more you. critical successes. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Uh, the crit success thing's pretty cool, too, though. Mm-hmm. You instantly slay somebody. But you suffer, but you gain a permanent chaos rank. Yeah. It's kind of like the Zweihander version, the Nine Lives Stealer. Yeah. 
Because if you have, you, you can only have up to nine permanent chaos ranks, so if you have ten, your character's gone. Right. You're retired from gameplay. Yeah. So you can instantly kill nine people, then... At your option. Unless you already have some permanent chaos ranks. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> which happens. Known to happen. Permanent so, fun ranks. Permanent, as Nick would call them, permanent fun ranks. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos ranks are fun ranks in Nick. <laughs> He's definitely uh, playing at a different level than the rest of us. Yeah. He doesn't even do it. <laughs> yes, uh, so, when you say the history is revealed, yeah. would, would that give Pipistrella any insight on what had happened in previous campaigns around the Widowmaker. So, yeah, so none of my character knowledge will transfer over. None of my player knowledge will transfer over to Pipistrella. Unfortunately not. It's kind of like... So I just need to play dumb. You just know it's cursed. Yeah. Because you... From the amnesia. At one time you were asleep and now you were awake and you awakened in a crypt, all of you. Right, so I'm playing a particular family that has some history that is shared with the Widowmaker, and that's okay. that's why I'm asking. And you're not remember, right? Because okay. I've played you. different characters in different campaigns who saw those events, ah, um, and that's why I was asking. Do I know Wait. now know some of my own knowledge? But right. no, okay, but not yet. Okay, uh, so maybe just not yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a on the tip of your tongue. It's not there yet. So, uh, whew, that's not a sword I would wish it's gone to me. I hope you are good with your gods. I am. You have uh, left some dinner. There you go. <laughs> okay, so. We should rest. You should rest. Definitely. I'll keep watch. You kept watch yesterday. Or we have to rotate, yeah. But yeah, I'll start. Okay. So the night will carry onward. Um, and uh, eventually the bonfire snuffs out over, over the evening. You all sleep among the, uh, the cool mattresses of dead pine um, as the fire roars until it dies down until morning. By morning, um, the sky is filled with this kind of like palish white light as the sun, or as you would know as the mirror, or sorry, masser, wow, uh, the light is trying to kind of filter through the mist of this forest, but it doesn't seem to really press through. Um, the sky just seems to be illuminated. But the trees are tall and soaring, and they seem to shiver slightly with wind. Um, looks a bit like... Like this. Like this. Ooh. thing here. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I like Forest, that. yeah. yeah. Um, the light filters through, um, but it's not well lit. Um, there's some dead branches that have fallen from up above here and there, but this is a tall pine wood forest. But in in the in in the naked daylight, uh, you can see not far from here, directly to the east. In fact, um, 
you can see as you're looking toward the light, there is this kind of gray, hazy shape. With it looks unlike the other trees, its branches stretch out like a like a deciduous tree, kind of reaching over and reaching up. But because it's directly in the sunlight, it's kind of like hard to really tell what kind of tree it is or what's what's around it. But it's a massive old tree. It must be the hanging tree. Let's go check it out. Gotta go that way. You uh, begin uh, up the hill, uh, moving as you're kind of literally looking into the light. And upon your approach, you smell something in, in the air. It smells like dog shit. In fact, you look down, Pepistrella, that you've stepped right in as you look at the bottom of your shoe. Oh, refuse. Oh, you stepped in that. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Should have been watching my step. Who, who would have thought, though, that you would step in a big pile of dog poo out in the middle of the city? No, I normally would have been more careful in, in the city or on the outskirts, but out here, no, I wouldn't have expected such a, uh, uh, anything. Hmm. It's probably not dogs, it's probably wolves. Oh. Well, I'm suddenly less worried. Just need more worried, but... <laughs> well, they might scare a little more easily unless you threaten them, and then they will eat your face off. Oh. Well. Normally... Most dog or dog-like creatures I've met are only mean if they're taught to be. So, hmm. I'm not as scared of wolves as I am of dogs normally. Uh, you've never met a wolf, though. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen lots of wolves and they've never bothered me tend to stay away, but they'll check on us. I think that's called coyotes. Apparently I've never been around a wolf either. Wolves are highly aggressive. But but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We will. Yeah. Or, or that was from a dog. I know nothing of the frontier. Ugh. I guess I don't either. I don't know anything. I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything either. <laughs> well, let's go to the tree. I'm in the same boat, as you can say, even though we're I s far I see. from the sea. There's a there's a branch over there you can scrape your shoe off of. Yeah, she goes and tries to scrape her boot off, or uh, whatever she's wearing. Okay, so you um, begin to approach the tree, and uh, you kind of get you're kind of right beneath it. It's a massive old tree. I mean, this tree must be hundred plus years old. Um, it looks like one of those trees that has where its branches perhaps split when it was a very very or a very young sapling, and has grown almost in like these two massive trunks. And from each trunk, there are a number of fingers. Uh, 
branches that kind of stretch out and around, half dead, half alive, reaching toward the sky, reaching toward the ground. Um, the great knots among its roots kind of stretch all along this hill, weaving in and out of the soil. And you can see that um, there's dog shit all along the bottom of the tree. And the tree has been dressed with discolored ribbons from every branch that kind of softly sway in the wind. Hundreds of hundreds of these ribbons. That a varying length, varying types of cloth. Hey, you down there! You hear from atop the tree. Hello. Who are you? My my word, I I seem to have gotten stuck up here. Uh would you mind giving me a hand or something? I'm I'm awfully high up here. You're looking up to the sky where the sun is and like it's blinding. You can see this kind of grayish white shadow among the branches where this person is at. But you can't see their face. How'd you get up there? Well I I have to admit I don't rightfully recall. There's a lot of that going around. You know where all this poo is from? <laughs> Are there dogs or wolves around here? Uh, you hear him kind of trail off for a moment. I I wish I had an answer for that, but uh, I kind of got uh, higher, uh, bigger concerns of my own, <laughs> being as stuck as I am up here. What? I, I can't quite hear you. How are we supposed to help you? I don't know. You got like a rope or a ladder or something down there. We don't have any of that. We have an ox. Ah, oh, hell's bells. <laughs> I, have a, I have a crossbow. I can shoot you out of there. I don't think I'd appreciate that. Uh, my legs are a little small, you see, and I, I can't quite wrap my arms around this trunk of the tree. Hold on. As she starts to try and climb the tree. Oh, Pip, no, I don't think you're okay to do that yet. Uh, she doesn't listen and <laughs> starts to try and climb the tree. I'm going to go and kind of try to hold her back. Excuse me. I'm sorry, but I don't think this is a good idea. Oh, do you think he means his harm? Do you mean his harm? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean to get out of this tree. That's about as uh, meaning as I have at this point, I think. She looks, uh, uh, to... I think everyone's dangerous. He could be the one creating the dog shit, as far as I know. I mean, we don't know anything. Could be human poo. Yeah, yeah, perhaps he had no choice. the side of the tree. I don't know what he's doing up there. Um, Why would you climb a tree that size? Yeah, what what put you up there? He said he didn't remember. Uh... By, by the mud, I have to admit, I don't rightfully recall. Have you been up there long? Uh, I have to leave him. He's religious. Pip? Uh, what? Well, I found myself sleeping in this branch last night, and uh, before that, it's a little hazy. We're at our quota of religious people. <laughs> I feel like we should help him. Okay, and she starts to try and lend the Not tree. you, Pip. You're still not right with it. Let me let me climb up this tree. I have uh, 
I've got these. And Ninja I'm good. Ninja turtle fingers. Ninja turtle fingers. Ninja got it. Ninja turtle fingers. Uh, okay. You see it? Alright. These, these claws are made for climbing. And that's what I'll get you. Okay. You're going to clamber up the tree? I'm going to clamber up the tree. I'm going to make a trivial athletics test. If you critically fail this, you're going to fall from the top. Cool. <laughs> if you fail, you just suffer some peril. Did you uh, did you say trivial? Trivial athletics, yes. So, uh, 70 to 70 to 60. Three lots of branches. And I got 34. Nice. You begin climbing up, and God, this light is stinging your eyes. Your eyes are watering. You're getting closer and closer. And... Then you get to the almost the tippity top of the tree where the other branch splits off, and you can see this man who's clinging to dear life around the around this branch. And whereas your hands almost fit around the trunk, his hands fit maybe a quarter of the way around. He's like white. Yeah, he's the, 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 judging by this, he's a gangly looking person with ruddy skin. And and, 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 and and he's black of hair, and he's just clinging to the tree like a like a like a scared animal. Uh, he turns toward you. As he turns toward you, you can see he has mismatched eyes. Some of his teeth are missing. I uh, do. You, uh, oh my good. Oh my word. Um, I can't. I can't rightfully get down. You mind uh, giving me a hand off this branch? My legs are a little too uh, short. Can I? Uh, is there something I could do to kind of suss him out? Sure. Roll scrutinize test. This test will be standard. Scrutinize. Doober doober doo doo doober doo. Fifty to sixty. Thirteen. He's dressed very plainly. Um, it doesn't make any. There's no rhyme or reason why he'd be in the top of this tree. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but he's there, and he's clinging for dear life, and he's covered in his own sweat. Like, he's been sweating. Okay. Like, trying not to slip and fall. I'm gonna... What he doesn't realize is there's a big white branch underneath of him that he could have simply... Were he as tall as you, he could have simply stretched his leg down to reach. But for some reason, he's stuck in this kind of smaller knot of the tree above. I'm gonna get closer to him, and I'm gonna say, climb onto my back, and I'll take you down. Okay. Like a like a backpack, he like says. Like a backpack. And he kind of wraps his arms around your, your, your chest and his legs dangle off the back of your back as you begin to climb down with him. Uh, it's going to be a challenging athletics test. <laughs> why does why does Tree Man sound like Edward Bloom from uh, Big Fish? <laughs> Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Challenging athletics? Yeah. <laughs> so 30. 30 to succeed. 89. Oh, you don't have any fortune points to re-roll. No. Nope. You get to the bottom of the tree, and it's pretty strenuous. Um, as, you, as you suffer eight physical peril. I'm good. Okay. As she comes down, you see this man who... By all accounts, is maybe all a four foot nine. Um, he has his hair is dark and messy. These black kind of locks of hair flowing down over his back and his shoulders. Imagine like Hobbit hair. Um, and he has these these mismatched eyes and ruddy skin. He's the ugliest person you think you think you've ever seen in your entire life. He is terribly disheveled. 
There is dirt and soil underneath of his fingernails. His shoes are are worn, like he's been traveling for some time. Um, and he kind of like he dusts himself off for a moment, and he has a short little mantle over his back. It's clearly. Um, The blue mantle over his shoulders, almost the color of a rob- robin's egg blue. Uh, What's a mantle? Uh, it looks like a circle around yeah. the neck. Oh, yeah, over the hood. His shoulders. He yeah. he he kind of dusts himself off, and all of his clothes are completely disheveled and old, and smell of the road, and stink of sweat and dirt and shit, and pee and everything else. You imagine somebody who'd been traveling on the road would be living in their own clothes and ditches. This blue mantle is completely unblemished. Oh my goodness! I, I'm, I, I owe you. I, I, thank you. He says as he, he kind of he he kind of extends his hand out to extend his hand to you to, to shake your hand. You're welcome. Call me Puck. Puck. They do. I I could have climbed up there to get you. She. I wouldn't she, have climbed up there to get you. What? I didn't stutter. What are you doing in the tree? He kind of he rubs his weirdest these long hairs of his beard have never kind of really grown in, so it's like a patchy beard. And he looks old, like his face is weathered and worn from the sun. I have to admit, Sarah, I have not the foggiest. I was sleeping and had this dream that I was climbing a tree? Yeah, like um, I was following this uh, I don't know how to describe it this uh, animal, I think I think I I think I might have met I think like an animal from my youth I think, maybe like a, a monkey or something and I was climbing, climbing, climbing the tree What was a monkey? Well, looks a bit like this, this man here. No offense, of course, as he points toward Tama, but covered in fur and very, very small. A creature from the south. So a mini Tama. Yeah, but they don't they don't quite use words. They chirp and bark and whatnot. Uh, regardless, I was following this animal up the tree and it kept climbing. And um, it was a, like a dream. And then... Lo and behold, the sun broke over the horizon and I woke up and I found myself in this tree. Hmm. Well, where are you heading? I have to admit, I don't rightfully know. As I said, I was in the middle of a dream and I just found myself in this, uh, this place. Where are you coming from? You don't know that either? He kind of motions up with a stunted finger toward the top of the tree. <laughs> he doesn't break a smile. He, he is what he literally does. He looks perplexed. He you, looks confused. Do you know where you are? I think I'm in Galeone, but I can't rightfully be for sure. You're in the land of the dead, for sure. 
red death is all around you. Where do you come from? You don't even know that. He, he he's kind of he he you looks like some, that me. we don't know that either. he yeah <laughs> kinda, he looks like somebody who is who is kind of uh, who is having like a a, a a a moment of high anxiety like he's just he's flinching with every question and not really sure how to answer it is he nervous or just confused he looks in 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 in, in the actual literal term he he is having and he is awestruck by this I he kind of his voice kind of goes low and he says I I don't know I just I don't know it's like uh well the husk are gonna do you know about the husk he nods his head I've heard tale of the damned but um, yes. Well, we're traveling. Where do you think you're traveling? He doesn't know. You just are just gonna stay here, or what's your what's your plan now? He kind of looks around. Well, he's not coming with he us. Looks at the mantle around his shoulders, kind of like, what the hell's this thing doing here? Uh, it's a very nice mantle you have on and it does not fit with your other clothes. Blue, blue is not my color, that's for sure. It is unblemished. Maybe we should try taking it off to see if you remember things once it's off. He kind of pulls it off. Remember He's, anything? I remember pulling it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just he says it. kind of unflinchingly. <laughs> I, You're funny. I suppose any... I suppose it is not unusual of a question, given the situation I'm in, waking up in a tree and all, and finding some, some friends. We did find you in a tree. I wouldn't go as far as friends. Where, where are you going? You, you coming to this tree? Well, as, as I said, you're not coming with us, so maybe you need to go find your monkey. I don't know what that is. I do declare. I followed him all the way up the tree, and then he was gone in a dream. Like he uh, took up on a wing and fled into the night. Flying monkey. Oh. We gotta go. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take off. Can I? Uh, he kind of. Kind of, he kind of moves his foot in the dirt like this, like a, like a kid. Like, he kind of crosses his arms behind his back, and he says, uh, <laughs> "I don't, I don't suppose you uh, have anything to eat? I am rather famished and parched. We have some food. Yeah. Yeah. We have some food. We need some food. I don't know what I can do give we, you in return. Pip, do we have enough to spare? Of course." Even if we didn't, we would only be going hungry for a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, we can we can leave you with a little bit of food. Okay, that's good. We well, are alive, right? I'm I'm a uh, I'm something, all right. Can we can we exchange some food for that mantle? 
but this is keeping my neck warm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I ugly. Mean, it it looks good on you. It's ugly. Let's be clear. I mean, blue is not my color, but I mean, it's a little chilly out, don't you think? Well. Yeah, it's fine. He can keep his mail. I'll look over at Pip. I kind of want the mail. Oh no. Uh, I'll step to the side so that nobody can okay. hear us. Do you think we should take him to small? I don't know. I'm still very confused. That I know we have our allegiance to small. But perhaps he can be of service to small. Perhaps uh, anything that he would owe us for bringing him to him, he could Sick. we could we could make him owe small instead. Creature. seen anything with two colored eyes. Oh, looks like a man and talks like a man. Yeah, just a very strange looking man. We take him as your responsibility. Why you're the one it? you're the one that likes people. Who said I like people? <laughs> it's up to you. We leave him. I'm not about uh, I walk over and, and join the conversation. I thought you came with us anyway. Oh, sorry. I was still with the dude. You okay. could, I thought you guys left, so I'm going to walk over and be like, what are you guys talking about? Should we take the thing? Or? He's yeah. looking down at his shoe as he just stepped in shit and is kind of like grabbing a stick to scrape it off the bottom of his, yeah. the soles of his shoes that are worn through. We can't leave him in a shit pile. We can't. We, I mean, we can, but... This is Galeon. We can leave people anywhere we want. Why don't we take them, and if something happens, we'll just throw them off the cart. <laughs> You're going to gain three corruption for that. That's, yeah, that's, that's worth so much. Be sure to write down three corruption on your character sheet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'm serious. Yeah. I'm 100% really? serious. Okay, 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 hold on. So corruption uh, is the circle in the middle between right, the order and cast. Which I have a number in there right now. You should have been wiped at the end of the last yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's what I was saying. So uh, three? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We have to make a decision so that we don't get what you just what you just got. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like I said, never never too early, never too late never too late. I don't I think if we left him here he would be going to study him too early. No, I'm all right with taking him. But if for any reason he deserves it, then we should send it to him. As if he, if he attacks us, if he tries. All right, Pip. Right. Puck, he says, is my name. He gives a short bow. Puck. All right, Puck. Well, no, my name is Pipistrella. He may call me Pip. Oh. That's what I was saying. I was actually saying our right to her. I'm I'm so sorry. sorry. I didn't have the opportunity (laughs) to even introduce myself to the two of you. Uh, I'm I'm Puck. Puck. Pip Estrella. Yes. I call her Pip. So that wasn't two of you. Oh. Well. You you mentioned the monitor earlier. Yes. Pup Huck at your service. Pup Huck? Puck Huck. Wait, what? Yes, the modder. Uh, Did you just say Puck Huck? Puck or Huck? Puck Huck. <laughs> I can't still know what you said. Puck Huck? Puck Huck. Puck Huck. <laughs> okay. Uh, Puck it is. Well, yes, of course. I mean, my understanding is the people that you 
worship? Is that right? Not here. Not me. The gods are dead here. Well, that's I mighty do unfortunate. Not, I do not believe that. He looks toward the sky like he's thinking it's going to fall on top of him. <clears throat> I do not believe that the gods can be alive in one world and dead in another, but perhaps their presence here is quieter. It's but been enough time in Galeon, you'll understand the gods are dead. Or they've forsaken this place. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was, I was in my root cellar once, I think, I think, and, uh, there was this book. I seem to recall something about Galeon and the, the damned. I, Rightfully, um, but if, you, if you do remember, I would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Hook, you're gonna die out here. Yeah, I'm gonna die of starvation, that's for sure. Hopefully, I don't kill you with my boredom. So, unfortunately, I've been outvoted, <laughs> <laughs> and you can come with us. Oh, to your fire to eat. No, no, you can come with us on our adventure. We're going to your buy. adventure. <laughs> We're just We're going to a settlement. This one is this one is very flowery with with words. Really we're just traveling to a settlement. Uh, I see. What 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 settlement may I ask is is that? Uh I uh, we'll introduce you to who runs the settlement and he'll make a decision if you can come in. It's a place. A place of uh walls and uh something to eat, I hope. There will be food. There will at least be one wall. Is that your wagon? That is, uh... I'll point to the dead body. <laughs> That's his wagon. That looks like an Aridane wool wagon. Aridane wool wagon. Aridane. Are you Aridane? Um... Yes, he says, kind of. I think so, at least. Probably shouldn't admit that to anybody else. Is that a bad thing? It is. It is here. Yes. Uh, It is only because they've gotten to know me a little bit. And I myself am Aridane as well. Well, then I am not Aridane. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm laughing, but he's not saying. And I am not not Aridane. Then I am not. That's a wise choice. I'm anything else but that. (laughs) I... Uh, he's, he begins to eat, and he's he, he doesn't really have the best of manners. He's talking. You can see food between his teeth and his gums as he's talking with spittle clacking in his mouth. You know what? I, I, I don't know much about the Aridane, but I hear they're nice people. <laughs> A nice type. But this, uh, you know, um, uh, really most of the Aridane are quite warlike. Thus the wagon, he says. Well, no great surprise there. The gods of fire and iron, they have... Yes. No offense, of course, if you follow your god of iron and fire. Oh, no, my my god is not of iron nor fire. That's good. It is of death and harvest, dreams and prophecy. That sounds scary. Oh, no, she is quite, quite the opposite. She the one with the uh, the hood and the side of the skull face rolling around and reaping. Yes. I see. 
he says. You were, you were in good company today. The final I, gift, as they call it. Yeah, a gift is something, all right. Uh, you know, I've seen the custodians' gardens before. The ones overgrown with white lilies? Yes. The, 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 yeah. They're, be- they're a beautiful sight to behold. I heard there's some in Galio. I will keep an eye out for them. You know, well, may I call you a preacher? Auspects. Auspects. That sounds like an everyday word. It is. It is very everyday, yes. So, um... your name. Yep. <laughs> That's a strange name if I ever heard one. Yep. Same same as Puck. Oh. You're also named Puck? Yep. Puck too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Look at that. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Two Pucks. No. The same two no. Pucks. Do you, do you have an off switch? <laughs> uh, well, what can I do to help at least wherever you're going? Let's, let's find somewhere with water so we can wash you up a little bit, because... Fine. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I got this fancy mantle and all, I suppose. I like oh. the mantle. Is there a, a place to stay warm in this place you're going? Like, uh, if, if, the, if the leader lets you in, there will be. There's a leader? We already said this. Ah! Oh, I see. Okay, okay. That's why I said you can travel with us, but you can't get into the place we're going unless the leader agrees to your so it's like a presence. Secret, so it's like a secret club. We have no. jackets. You wear raiments of your club. Members only. <laughs> and you're adventurous? <laughs> no, no, we're not adventurous. That's the name of your club, the adventurous? <laughs> You have fancy sir coats yes. and everything? Yes. Oh, I see. I'm I make jest, but honestly So does she. I can't <laughs> I can't thank you enough. I honestly I You need to keep thanking her. I was going to leave you in the tree. I'll keep thinking a little bit more about why I was in the tree. Um, I identify as Moy. Alright. Nor she or he. I see. Oh that's right, sorry. He nods kinda. He does this with his thumb. You <laughs> don't understand looks what it means, but it seems to indicate, even though it's like, not instilled something, it seems to mean okay. He's like, or good. I, I get, I, I accept you. Says thumbs up, soldier. <laughs> I, I accept you for who you are. It's a very strange. It's a very strange uh, gesture that none of you have seen before, but it, but doesn't, I get it. it doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to distress uh, a spillicent by any means. Not just, at all. Yep. Very anachronistic. We're, we're, we're good. Yeah. He's new. He. <laughs> Just keep picking I got two balls. of them. Alright, Puck Huck is really good at um, cleaning. Oh. So I can tend to the camp, I suppose. How many more days do you gotta get to where you're getting to? It's gonna be a little while. We got a map, and that's. Yep. We don't know. Okay. Anything oh, I actually, can... you do know. <laughs> You're the only one that does know how long it's going to take. 
you were on the trail. Oh yeah, that's right. I do know. You take a look at the map, um, and you can see that you can see up on it's kind of it's actually kind of drawn uh, using some sort of reddish black ink up on the back of calfskin, and it seems to indicate kind of a rough shape of what you would suspect is the the, the place you're in, Galleon as a whole. But the areas on it are very small, and you can see the field of pillars marked where you're at with little pillars. There's the hanging tree. There's a place somewhere in the middle of the map called Poil. To the furthest west of the map, there is a star, and it's marked Gent, G-H-E-N-T. So, next is Poil. Let's go. What a curious name. Poil. Poil, Poil, Poil. You say a word like over and over like three times, it starts to sound really strange. Poil, Poil, Poil. The carriage begins to take off. Did you? Would you like to keep your same roles? Would you like to still be in the Trailblazer, the yeah, Quartermaster, yeah, and Scout? You have the opportunity whenever you stop and make camp to change roles if you I'm digging mine. Well, you're really the only one that can do that. <laughs> you're the superstar of that role. <laughs> I like. I like. I like it a lot. There's my sister. So, um, so to move from the hanging tree to Poil, uh, doesn't it, you don't suspect it's going to be that far. Um, uh, a spell ascent. So, in order to begin travel, we need to pull up the caravan loop music. Put my ball bearing away. Okay. Uh, the road from here in the forest to make your way to Poil um, is pretty rough terrain, so it's actually your test, your first skill test, okay. um, to set the set the set the, the beat, okay. um, is going to be a standard folklore or navigation. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, 30, 39 to succeed, and eight. Nice, so success. That's good. Wow. Succeed. Hell of a roll. Um, well, the good thing is, is that you are once again going to find uh, the best paths to travel. In fact, the further away from the hanging tree you get, the more regular the roads become. Um, you can see bits and pieces of, of cobbled rock here and there poking up from above the soil, and you're passing among what appears to be abandoned farmlands. Uh, the homes have been long since raised. Uh, not surprising, uh, given that you know that a there was a great war between the people and the Mercator dynasty here in Galleon, and left in the wake was death. But um, you're moving along what you suspect are roads that kind of pass through old farm fields, and there's not a soul in sight, none to be seen or found, save for Puck Huck. Okay. Who's kind of hanging? He's sitting on the back of the trunks and the back of the cart. Um, 
He's whistling to himself. Um, along this path, you're all going to make need to make an endure check. It's going to be a routine survival or toughness test. That's a, your first fail, isn't it? Oh no. Okay. Oh, critical. Critical what? Success. Oh, great. So the great thing is, since you critically succeeded, not only do you succeed, you can share your comfort with another character who failed their check. Like me. Yeah. How do you how do you comfort Pipistrella all along the road? Pipistrella. Um. Um. I'll give you a hint. Pucks? She se she seems to try to be hiding the fa the fact that Puck's annoying her. Oh okay. So I'll go I'll go um, I'll go shut him up with his whistling up to give you a moment of silence. I'll go I'll go talk to uh, Puck Huck and. When you start conversation with him, you do hear a sigh of relief. Okay. Because it was the whistling mainly that was getting on her nerves. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go talk to Puck Haku. Yep. So for our quartermaster, uh, it's going to be a routine heal or survival test. Okay. That's uh, for Pipistrella. Okay. Um, that will be. 69. <laughs> 26 success. Nice. Well, the good thing is you're not burning through more provisions, even though you, you're now rationing them to accommodate having another person among your, your company. Um, you do not run, you will not run dry of provisions before you reach there. It is clear, though, that whatever preparation, civil, and whoever else helped him gather the foodstuffs, whoever quartermasters the camp, camp being called Bastion, um, seem to have just enough to reach Poil. Uh, and then we need the final test uh, from our scout. This is a routine awareness or stealth test. Alright, awareness 71, and that's a critical success. Nice! That's great. Not only have you managed to effectively keep everyone away from danger you've actually positioned the group and set up the right amount of like you know the right amount of um of watches and just kind of like taking the high roads and working collectively together as you do on a, in a journey to potentially get the jump out of anybody should anything happen along the way somehow miraculously you make it to boil from where you're standing, it is once again it's 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 nightfall, um, and surprisingly, uh, the as the roads became more regular along the way, uh, you can see uh, the shadow of something rise over the horizon. Um, it is bathed in darkness, this vast black shadow. You can see the what perhaps is the outline of a ruined settlement up at the top of a hill. There's a flash.
flash of lightning in the sky yes. that frames the shadows of Poil. Not far from the city, at the base of a hill in the darkness, you can see a myriad of fires. You count them. One, two, three, seven. Seven fires with the seven remaining caravan. For the seven remaining wagons, Simon the Small Hammers must have made it here. So they've not entered the city yet? No. Let's go get them. As you reach your destination, fortune refreshes. Your wagon rattles along the cobbled road as you as you the lantern to light the way. The three highlanders who survive silent. The smell of civil still reeking in the air. The whistling of Puck drawn to a close now. Bastion has survived, and you have joined once again eight wagons strong. It could be said that monkey dreams are born to fever nights. <laughs> Just on the edge of the encampment is this man, a younger person with yellow hair and a vicious scar of a hoofprint over his face. You know him as Harlan, the Oxmaster. He's carrying a Kaiser blade, and with him are the three bushwhackers. He approaches. You can see it's a paper mache mask over half of his face, but still the scar is visible. You made it. He swallows hard. Yeah, we did. Sybil didn't. That's uh, most unfortunate. We think the paladin's gone, but. We, we think we defeated him, but you can't be sure. We destroyed lots of husks. The damned. They're in the city. Simon around? He is. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. He says, placing his hand on your shoulder. You can see three vicious-looking fellows in his wake, these three women. 
um, that are bearing these kind of broad-looking machetes, and they're dressed in heavy hides that they've made from furs and things that they've collected over time. <clears throat> As you uh, pass into the wagon circle, oh, well, the... I'm beforehand. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell him we found somebody, and well, I shimmied up a tree and found a random guy, and we need to figure out if he should continue with us or not. But we didn't want to leave him. Simon will know what to do. Exactly. Want to keep him out here for us? I don't know. I'd like Simon to see him before. Let's ask Simon first before bringing him to Simon, just in case. Yeah. Let's see, we're ready. let's see what Simon says. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we need to know what Simon says. He nods. <laughs> okay. Did you notice... Or we're walking, we're, we're gonna try and go find Simon. And we'll be like, did you notice his, his throat's kind of messing with him? He stepped up by a horse. Did he? Did you see the scar? I don't know, I guess, yeah, okay. Or an ox. Considering, considering that, he's quite fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Starting to remember. Wait, are we are we starting to remember people at all? You, oh, in the camp. Yeah. You know that now that there, you know that each wagon in the encampment pertains to one important person. Right. Someone among among um, among Bastion. This wagon you're in, the last wagon, was Civil's. By way of the, by way of Bastion, it is now yours. You uh, walk into the encampment. You see some familiar faces. You can see Alma, the apothecary. She has dark skin. She too is Siobhan. Hi, Alma. She is um, she has a uh, what looks like a scythe in hand, and she's kind of underneath of her kind of long cloak. She's kind of rushing in some herbs as to perhaps dry them inside the inside her wagon. Not far from here, you can see a uh, a man. Stall the kettlesmith, a man of very fiery temperament. He is uh, tend he is poking the fire and building it higher and higher. Other faces, other names are lost to the darkness. But you know Simon the Small's wagon, and he's standing, or I should say, he's sitting on the fold down stairs at the back. Imagine like once again, like carnival, like the wagon train, like he's sitting in the like everyone lives inside the wagons, and um, he is Simon the Small is sitting on the fold down stairs covered head to toe in these kind of gray off-color bandages uh, he wears the face he wears a a, a, um, a a brass a metal mask over his face um if you've ever seen kingdom of heaven it looks kind of like that except you can see there's eye holes and a mouth hole underneath of it i should say all right you've made it he says <laughs> Most of us. He stands up, grabbing, grabbing a cane. You think to yourself, Epistrella, or sorry, Epistillicent, that's new. He walks over, 
We lost, One of his hands is completely bandaged, even his fingers. We lost Sybil and three highwaymen. He nods. I'll look at them, we think. We think. Let's, let's go to the fire. Gone. We can talk more. Okay. It's been a long road, he says. Yeah. He leans in and gives each of you a hug. Before we continue, we need to tell you we found a guy on our journey here. All in due time. Okay. He says, kind of raising his hand. All right. You can't see his expression, but you can only see his eyes that are that are bright blue. Okay. Well, let's go talk. He sits down at the fire. So, Sybil is gone. Yeah, the high woman had us bring him back to you. I wanted to burn him, but they weren't. Who would have it? Mm. And what is... What are those? What are they? He turns over his shoulder to the highwayman. They were, uh... I don't quite know how to put it. They served civil when he joined us one minute ago. They came with him. They did his bidding. I did not question Sybil over it. He trusted them, and they seemingly trusted him as well. Okay. They will bring us no harm. They have kept you safe so far. Tell me Tell me what happened with the Brass Paladin. Well, he wanted to talk. What did he say? Not much. Good. <clears throat> he didn't... He didn't have much to say beyond that. He had no quarrel with us unless he was after you. Basically, yeah. Once he said he was coming for you, uh, Hamas and I just decided to shoot. I see. It's been a long road. He has pursued us since we came together. Miss Bilson, show him what you have. From my shirt. Shink. We think he's no more. I see, he says. You can hear a heavy sigh from beneath of him. Beneath of his mask, I should say. Well, it's good that he is gone. Sybil has sacrificed himself. And you, you stayed behind to help. It's good. They would have never been able to do it without us. Sybil was a... He was a proud man. That's for sure. But he was no fool. He, uh... He knew the risk. And he set his life aside for everyone else here. One... One passage 
save the lives of seven others and yourselves. It is only right that you take Civil's wagon. That you take It is our way, he says. Somehow these words, even though they sound new to your ears, players, it seems natural to your characters. Like there are ways among the caravan, there are ways among Bastion. next so so the herder and his, his bushwhackers Hi. the dead inhabit poil the damned the, the husk whatever name we want to put upon them yes I thought that we would come here <coughs> to seek he pauses for a moment considering I thought we would come here to entreat with the ivory lady. She was a Mercadian knight before the Red Death. These words cut very deep, as you obviously have, you know about the Mercaders. Right. Ivory lady what? She was a Mercadian knight. Mercadian knight. And the Mercadian family was the lead, though. They, they ran Galleon. Right. I have that in my... I was just getting her names down. We had heard... We had heard a word that she was taking in folk from the road. People who had been abandoned. That's why we coming here. We, we've been at this for nearly a month. And here we finally arrived together. And, uh, in the broad daylight when we arrived, we found uh, all along the road crucifixes raised high with the bodies of the dead hanging from it. Still in pain writhing left until Mahalma turned them to dust but such is the red death that it has not let go of those who linger the corpses still writhe at the crucifixes we thought at first to take them down we don't want to provoke whatever whatever gods live here. Among them, though, we found her. We found her crown and her body. She'd become one with the damned, writhing upon it. Could be seen as a duty to give them peace. What peace would one find to be condemned to such a hellish plane? Yes, I think he means, I think she, sorry, I think she means to release them from the cleanse of fire. You know the ways of the learner, and that is not, that is not our way. But as for you, it's a different story. I know of the ways of the learner. The learner is no influence over me. 
More so than the custodian. Leave no domain over the dead. We, our keepers of knowledge, teaches secrets. Oh, I see. Okay, you were you were saying that he was a follower of the learner. Okay, that's why he didn't learn the book. But I knew if you were to come, and I felt in my heart of hearts that you would survive, that you would know best what to do. In some form, it is a mercy. When thinking of them, when thinking of the custodian, their current state is an abomination. They must be quieted, I suppose. She would demand it, yes. And I am her vessel, so I must do it, even though I do have, I do take some issue with it. I see. But I don't question it. There is, uh, something else. We also saw, I should say, specifically Gretel, the Fletcher. She entered into Boyle yesterday, and she said she found, or at least sighted, the Ivory Lady's manse. She also said that the damned wander the street, but they do not approach the manse. hand that's been completely bandaged over toward the shadow where you can see the lancing of lightning in the sky and the shadow of the city beyond it. There we will find what we need. Yes, yes, you can make salt out of the soma. I have soma. Speak to Gretel. Tree. 
chased a monkey up the tree in his dream, and then he woke up in the tree. <laughs> he says he doesn't remember anything. Which his name is Puck unfortunately Puck. fits with us, but not so much with you. You might want to meet him. If he doesn't fit, you can send. We can send him on his way, but can't leave the living. There's so few of us. Tell him he is welcome at our fire. It would be unbecoming of us to leave someone abandoned. I'm sure you don't want to look him over beforehand. He's an oddball. <laughs> Aren't we all? I will suss him out. Not this odd. It's good that you brought him, though. <laughs> to your point, there are so few of us left, and passage of civil. Well, you know our way. Anyone who comes to the camp must pull their weight. They he must says, do that duty. He says he'll do that. He says he's good at cleaning. I don't know what that means. Just not himself. Yes, not himself. Yeah. Oh, and he has this really nice mantle. Wait, what's it called? Yeah. Mantle. mantle. Okay. I don't know if it's relevant, but he has it on him. I'll know to spy him, I suppose, among the camp. So not Blue, us. you can't miss him. <laughs> it's like a big laser pointer. What is his name? A what? <laughs> oh, it's it's a it's a thing that I had a dream about. It's creates a light, and you can see it really bright, and I feel like that's kind of a laser pointer. It reminded me of a robin's egg. Oh, yeah, that's a better analogy. Or word. Cracked over his head? Donned like a helmet. <laughs> His name is Huck Huck. Hmm. Alliteration. It is. I think it's made up as much as this monkey story. Oh. Tell him he's welcome in our camp and I will uh I will speak with this Huck Huck. As you wish. As for what is to happen now. You all alive. Us too. Tomorrow, we head in there. Yeah. We've got to get walls. If Civil were here, he would know what to do, but in his absence, I would defer to Gretel. Let's go find Gretel. We'll go, so we'll go speak with her. Ah, and Civil is on the back of the wagon. Let us know what you want us to do. If I will, uh, I'll talk to Stahl. He'll know what to do. Excuse me. All right. Off to find Gretel. Is our brother Hansel a part of the crew? On the edge... Or I should say, among the, the the wagons that have circled around, are pretty large, like fifty yards out. I mean, they're pretty they're pretty spread out. They're not like back to back to back to back. You have plenty of room for the oxen to graze a bit of the grass, but um, near a campfire, um, you find Gretel near her wagon. Um, she's unmistakable, even even in the darkness. Her hair has been kissed by fire. It is red upon red upon red, and then she, she turns with these kind of striking silver eyes. She's very patient. She stands. I 
so glad you've come. You made a long smile. Her hair is cropped close on one side and kind of hangs over the other. It's kind of jagged along the back. Not all of us were so lucky. We did leave some uh, few highwaymen and uh, three to be exact, and Sybil is no more. You. But we all we all made it. Bastion made it. Sybil is. He's dead. Spits on the ground. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It is good that he is gone. She smiles, returning to her pleasant self. So, I'm glad to hear that you are alive. To see you here, I did not know what to expect, honestly. What's the plan? need to get to the manse is what Small had said. He said he thinks that you might have the best plan to get us there. <laughs> She's, she laughs. It is a responsibility I have taken on, I suppose, in the absence of civil. I did, in fact, uh, head into the city just today to see what I could see. By myself, of course. I did not want to raise any suspicion if we were spotted. And whoever was within, that the ivory lady would not suspect that a, an ensuing covenant army had come to unseat her. But it seems they had already done that, for we found her crucified along the road. Her and several of her servants could not say how long they had been there, but they had already turned damned husks, one and all. I found her crown for what it's worth. She kind of filches it out of a out of a satchel over her, her side. This tarnished old thing. She tosses it in the dirt carelessly. <clears throat> Mercadian scum. Yep. It's my thoughts. Kevin had already done their did, did, did their duty. We have your people to thank for that. She looks toward and says to Pipistrella, thankfully. This is not, she's not saying this sarcastically either. Mm. No less, I did find something. See out on that hill, kind of ish, it's kind of a, it looks almost kind of roundish, like a, like the, the back of a whale. She kind of moves her hand like this. That is stronghold where I think the ivory lady had been keeping. She's no castle, but, um, But there's walls. She nods. Every lady kept a fine domain, as I come to understand it. But, um, the street was, uh, well, as you can suspect, the damned wandered there. The, I suspect, the people who once lived here. How many? Five, ten... All amid the streets, I counted. I spent a few hours in outside of Poyle, just kind of reconnoitering the rim. That's what I found. But, curiously enough, they did not wander near the Ivory Lady's pants. 
Well, said they tend to do what they did in life. Maybe they weren't welcome there, so they didn't. They don't go. Yes, that's one. That's you one idea, at least. I suspect something different, though. Something's in there. Something of interest to you, Pipistrella. Something that would deter them. Yes. I had seen a a boulevard, and along that boulevard was this series of gates. But curiously, the the gates still stood. I don't know how or why, but they stood. And on either side of the gate was, um, best to describe it as a threshold, uh, there are these engraved carvings of a man and a woman on either end, and their arms reached across the top of the threshold as to touch one another. It looked religious or something. But I also saw something else. There was uh, the wall behind a stable had collapsed. And then I saw people wandering around the courtyard. The, the people? The dam did not seem to go near the, the threshold, the gates outside this courtyard. But they were, there's maybe two, three inside, I think, wandering about. And they must have come in from behind the stable, mm. where the wall had been had, had fallen. So, this place had been pounded by catapults at some point. Perhaps there was a ward of some sort, much like my assault does temporarily. They, uh, perhaps one of more permanent nature. A threshold. Uh, something like that. Yes. So we need to rebuild the wall. Do we have anybody who can do that? Well, oh. one, st one stone at a time. Perhaps, perhaps Puck was a, was a stonemason. Stone well, yeah. before we start talking about building walls, you must lay one stone to ford the river. Yes. I will say this: the husks, when I saw them in the street, they were numerous during the day, but at night, it's like. When dusk came, when night fell, they were stilled. Really? Queer, right? That seems... Yes. That's the only way to describe that. It is very odd. And have we noticed that before? No. When we had fought the paladin, wasn't that at night? Of course, then again, they had torch bears. They had torch bears. Torch bears. <laughs> the worst kind of bear. They're on fire. Um, I think if if anything is to be done, if it's to happen, and it should. I mean, we think of it. Die. If we had walls, we would. We'd have some place to stay. But I don't think it's safe in there either. Oh no! We, we can should. take time to, once we're in. Then we can we can 
create, we can do Sally runs to, to kill what's, what else is there. And honestly, this uh, threshold with a damned word passing through may be our best choice. They won't know. They don't approach that boulevard ever. It's, the place is like surrounded by four boulevards. Like it's right in the center. And on this broad causeway, I suppose, the husks never approach during the day. Or during the night. Or during the day, rather, sorry. Well, I think we have a plan. At least we can test that plan out. You just arrived. I mean, surely you want rest. We'll need rest before we start. Unless anything. you think time is of essence. I will, of course, defer to you. We'll need, we'll need rest, and I think Pip has something for us to do tonight mm-hmm. before we rest. I am truly glad you all are here. Tomorrow evening, then? She nods. Tomorrow evening. We are glad to be here. <laughs> truly. Oh, yes, it was quite dreadful. <laughs> you leave her fire. Just the three of you. So, among yourselves. Pip? Yes? Are we burning bodies? Well, I mean, if... You want to give rights, and after you give them... Miss Bilsant and I will burn them as you move to the next. Yes. You're speaking of the ones on the on the crucifixes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's go tell Puck he's welcome. So stick with me for a moment on this this quick exercise mental exercise Uh, what if you're not truly completely gone there's a piece of you that remains behind after all they tend to say the last words they had uttered over and over again they're not there you've seen seen enough. I, kn- I know they are abominations. Yes. I have been told as such by my God, but what if it were possible to revive them? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. What if it were possible to put them out of their misery and before they could come back, as they always do, then burn them, so that they aren't in pain as they are burning I'm just ready to burn them. I don't think about it. Unless it spills if, they, if they are trapped on crucifixes, though, I just like the figured, cruci- it, figured it would be something that we might be able to do. I was just going to light the crucifix on fire. Let that burn, too. Mm-hmm. I'm with Clovis. But you're the what is it again that your name is? Which? Pipistrella. No, the... What, oh, it starts with an A or an O. 
Prospects. Prospects. Yeah. I hope to one day become an auger. You're that, and you know, the god of death is your patron, so you tell us what we're... I was just going to do it because you wanted to do it. What, what the god tells, or at least told those that wrote it down before me, is that they are abominations and they must be disposed of. There's this pulling in the back of my head, though, that wonders if they are still somewhat there and they can feel pain. I don't think that, but you know, I'm not a deep thinker. They're not there. I take comfort in that. We should just burn them and release them. Put them we out of their misery. Burn as many of them as we can find. And exactly. Just be done with it. Very well. You've seen what they try. Oh, yes, yes. They, they try and wear us. It's. And I like, I, I appreciate your worry. Oh, yes. Um, there is no question as to what we need to do. It's just how. Um, they do need to be um, cleansed. But the quicker we get it done, the quicker we could go to bed. <laughs> well, that would not happen tonight, to be clear. No, that no, is no, on no. the far end of the city. Oh, it's on. It's You're way not like over there. like. Oh, just step outside the wagons and burn them. No, they're in they're the city. Way... To be clear. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're not okay. like surrounding the encampment. No, no, no. Oh, they're okay, they're okay. they're along the boulevards leading through the city. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. I thought they were on the way in. Uh, me too. To approach the city. Yeah, me too. Oh, if they're on the boulevards, that could mean something else entirely. Yeah. What if they are the ones that are turning them away? Oh. Maybe they have some kind of control. Well, we'll have to reevaluate that now that we know where they're placed. <laughs> uh, I say no matter what, we... We rest tonight. Rest. And then tomorrow we will forge a plan and heave hope. Very well. Um... I still need to see to my shoulder. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it's a good time for you to try to heal up. Maybe you should. Oh. Go to the healer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should do that. Um, and I but will... uh, you can see to me real quick before that. Oh. I probably need to go to. One need... bandage, and it's automatic when it's. Yeah. I need to go find okay. a bandage or a healer. She'll be right. able to take care of you two, no problem. Because okay. you're both at Lightly. Yeah. As long as you have the bandage. I do. Um, I don't have any bandages. Okay, I'll use one of mine for you. Okay, before uh, all this, I will go talk to Puck and tell him. Let him know that he's been assignment. Okay. He needs. Simon appreciates that he's alive. Well, as I said, I, I was a cleaner. Cleaner? I just need my tools. I don't know what that means. I'll talk to Simon the Small. He sounds like a pleasant fellow. The one with the bandages? That's right. Yes. Is he okay? He's the leader. Alright then. You can trust him. 
I thought nothing less than I don't think to mistrust him. So we will draw, draw this session to a close. And actually, this is going to... So this, the, what we did the previous week um, with the infiltration into the mansion will be will happen off camera, but we're actually going to reorder the sessions on YouTube and on um, our podcast. We'll just turn it into session oh okay yeah so tim to you so last week what happened maybe we should explain to tim what happened last week yeah it's a better story recording yeah there's some recording okay of course uh yeah last week we came down this boulevard and got <laughs> and it was raining and um we were sloshing along and Tom, tomas led us inside and uh, uh we came across this courtyard that was absolutely filled to the brim with bones that we were like stepping like, on all over. Yeah. And a big mean horse. Yeah, big old storm horse was inside, still there, just kind of traipsing around. And then we were attacked by two of the torch bears. Yeah. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> They brought the torchbearers low, and we first we kind of thought that it would just be like a way to teach Paige a little bit more about combat. It actually ended up working in favor of the service of the story, uh, kind of surprisingly. That will kind of just tackle basically, basically what we're assuming is like, narratively, you've infiltrated the Ivory Lady's man mansion, and we will actually begin the game, when we begin the next session, we'll actually begin inside. Okay. Yeah. We did good, and I I figured I figured a lot of this out, so that helped. Yeah. It really helped. Yeah. It's just time. Yeah. Yeah. Practice. Practice. Like all things. So we've got some corruption tonight. Yeah. If you didn't gain any, you can move up the order or cast track. It's up to you. What's your current corruption value? Three. 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 I rolled a five. So okay. You get to choose also. No. Yeah, so you got a three. Yes, so she moves one step of the order. Yeah, order. yeah. Oh, it's right. only if you get zero. zero yeah. So oh, erase your three, because the value I rolled is higher than three. Okay. And you gain one order rank. Oh. oh so you basically what that means in character is that you resolve the inner turmoil. Okay. And I keep adding to the order um, rank. Yep. Like order ranks those, continue growing, yeah. They grow, okay. Yep. And okay. chaos ranks will probably grow too sometimes. Right, that makes sense. Yep. We're so you all get to unlock something new. Uh, remember, it's not on your character sheets. It's it's on um, it's inside the book. Oh, so okay. Unlock okay. it. Uh, but we need to do kind of our final step stuff. You need to unlock a new thing. Okay. I didn't so, bring my book. It's in the car. That's okay. We'll, okay. we'll work through it. Uh, but we need to talk about tonight's session. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we had more time this time. I think we had more time in this game. To kind of explore a bit more of the story, to kind of stretch and contort like what's there. Obviously, it becomes difficult for us to kind of contextualize some of this stuff because we are playing every other week. But what's important and relevant is what happened in tonight's session. So, from Clovis's perspective, like what's going on with his head with all this? Well, we're still trying to figure out who we are, right? In the grand scheme of this whole apocalyptic world that we live in, right? Uh, I, not not really knowing who we are 
it's it's still a little hard for uh, for us. I think it's still hard to, to kind of determine our path. So at this point, Clovis is just kind of going with it. It's like, okay, we won. Let's go see Small. You know that 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 was it. That's mm -hmm. our choice. We don't we don't we don't have much more than that right now. Yeah. Especially since none of us really have memories. So that's it's the simplest way to put it. He's just going through the motions right now until he starts to remember. Yeah, it's like a piece of driftwood being carried by the river. Like to some degree, like you're gonna go with the motion of the river, you're gonna be carried by the current, but eventually you may just get stuck on a rock. Right. And have to decide like what you're going to do. Those those opportunities will come. Quick. I think, I think the rock is, is is coming. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The rock says, you better slow your damn roll. <laughs> it's the rock. Archer's eyebrow. Dot gif. Uh, what about Adam? What about Pipistrella? So, yeah, she is uh, feeling the presence of her god guiding her to do things that she doesn't understand. Um, like, for instance, she like had this pull that was like, you need to put a stone um, that was used for building into his mouth, mm -hmm. um, into Sybil's mouth, um, and uh, she didn't quite understand it at the time. Uh, and then she's also trying to deal with like the fact that she's in a place where most people don't like her for for you know who she is. She's an um, Airdane and. Uh, uh, she's from Aglador, uh, mm -hmm. and so just trying to coincide that with also like she didn't quite remember how, but felt like she could have gotten some answers from the paladin, but didn't really get any. Yeah, um, and um, that's she's, right. She's looking for her. She did remember last time that she's looking for her father who was last sent through Galeon mm -hmm. um, and so she remembered that much at least and so she's trying to piece this together something was weird with the, the blue like she kind of remembered the blue robin egg like as some sort of important family color but um, couldn't remember exactly who it was or anything yeah. so she didn't say anything at the time but she kind of remembered that and was like, oh, this is weird. And so she's struggling with like all these things coming in and not knowing why, mm -hmm. but remembering that these things are important. So one of those things that's like, okay, I don't know why I'm doing this, but she'll know a little bit more is for the thing I'm unlocking, it's going to be last rites, which the reagent is a brick set between the teeth of someone who's dead. Mm. And um, so, even though she didn't actually cast that spell, yeah. um, she will now know it. And um, if it's successful, um, they cannot be raised from the dead by magical or supernatural means. Nice. So, Good. that's what I'm taking. Uh, so, finally, uh, a spill set. Um, I'm also still learning a lot about my character again. Um, you know, it says, it says that 
chupacabras are typically a force of nature, and so I kind of feel like the Widowmaker that I have. Uh, it also says I, I tend towards stormy mood, so it makes me feel like I kind of teeter two sides of my reality, so I feel like the Widowmaker is extremely powerful for me, but like my dooming said, I'm stabbed by my own knife. I find out the Widowmaker is essentially good. <laughs> is that really your dooming? That's my dooming. Holy shit, are you serious? That's my dooming. So <laughs> now I have an answer to my dooming. <laughs> wow. I, okay, so, so to be clear, that was completely unplanned. I'm, like, I'm I had no idea. What a... I was, I was, the second I got this, I was like, ah, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so for, for me, for Espilicent, I'm, I'm as excited about having this extremely powerful thing mm -hmm. as I am completely terrified of it. Yeah. So I, I feel like I teeter on like the far end of every spectrum with everything that I do. Like I'm. Oh, you mean like you're ordering chaos alignments? Yeah, like like yeah. like I'm always at the end of both of them. Yeah. As my baseline. Yeah, we so we talked about last session this idea of like who the Siabra are. They're almost like reverse elves. So, like elves like live forever if they stay in their sanctuaries, but when they come to the material realm, they lose their they they become mortal. The Siabra are an offshoot of the elves, and they have reverted. In fact, their right. lifespans get shorter and shorter and shorter. Siabras only live thirty years, so I'm middle aged, so I'm fifteen. Yeah, it's not surprise. It's not surprising. Mm. It's not surprising that you would find a Siabra who is tempestuous, because they're all about action, move, yeah. do the thing you need to do, because yeah. life is life incredibly is short, short. Yeah. Yeah. and they know that. And, yeah. and that kind of extends to this idea behind ancestor worship right. among their people. That's why it's unusual that Alma, who is the other Siabra among the camp, does not wear a mask and seems to be incredibly patient and slow and methodical. So it'll be interesting to see how your characterization of Espilicent, the Siabra, and what you decide to do beyond the paper. Because once right. again, the at some point you need to take that piece of paper you're holding on to, and you you gotta toss it aside. Right. That cannot be who Espelison is. And the, the opportunity for you to explore those characters is through the story. So um, I once again encourage us to think about like but this is really tough, obviously, because we're only playing it regular week. And that's the that's gonna be a challenge for us. Yeah. Is like to figure out how we are going to kind of elevate these characters beyond their stats. Right. And turn them into living, breathing individuals. So Well um, today today is the first time I felt like uh, I kind of was able to be more of my character than yeah. the last several games. Yeah. So I feel like I now kind of have an idea of how to develop her, but it's it's literally like I just started. Yeah. Because uh, the last couple sessions I've just been like a deer in the headlights, not quite not figuring it out in the last the last session that we did, I kind of figured out the game movement. Yeah. And today was the day that I kind of figured out where she's or the Moy is going. Mm -hmm. So yeah, where Moy is going. We'll have plenty of opportunities like that too. And I'm those excited. Things, those things tend to happen in in downtime. Um, 
One thing we used to do, uh, I'm thinking back campaigns ago, is that the fire became the place to explore our characters. Like, it's a time when people talk about their, they would kind of, in character, kind of help to kind of understand who they're playing and right. who they're interacting with. And I think that they're having a, a home base is going to allow us to do that. Yeah. Um, I think that there's going to be some fun mechanical stuff we could do around, like, mechanizing, like, upgrading your home base. I love home base mechanics. Um, which the, which Bastion is supposed to be with the eight, the eight wagons, but um, taking it to this point, I think, will give us an opportunity to have, like, a central location where the story can unfold and it's not you're not constantly, like, on the move, on the run, migrating across Galeone. Right. But... Whatever happens from here is up to you. Um, when I said earlier, like, you know, we, we, there's this kind of like, it's not a railroad, but it's like a, we've had this river and the currents can take you different ways and it's kind of led you to here. So now our responsibility, like being that we're gaming every week is like figure out what we want to do. And um, I think a lot of that's going to happen through just kind of understanding who our characters are. There's going to be plenty, plenty of conflict in, in Poil in this place regardless. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Nick returning to his guys. Too bad you missed tonight. Yeah. But it was it was nice to kind of discover Spillicent a little bit tonight. Yeah. Because this is I think this is the first. I'm not lying. I think this is the first time I actually was able to start figuring yeah. her out. That's so. good. That's good. And lots of notes. So I'm I'm in a mode <laughs> now. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll continue uh, next week when Nick's back. Bye guys. Hey there, viewers. If you like what you're seeing, take the next step. Head on over to our Patreon, where we create content for Zweihander and other games. Just go to GrimAndPerilous.com and click on the Patreon button. Thanks.